Welcome everybody to episode 64 of RPG Cast. It is what is it? Saturday, December 27th, and we're coming at you from the the formerly snow-filled fields of Nebraska. Um, the, it rained and now the snow's gone. Michael, you can't say the same though, can you? I actually can. It rained yesterday and now the snow is melting. Melting or melted? Melting. My snowman fell down. You you All right, so I've got Michael Tidwell on the podcast here with me. I've got Anna Marie Newfeld and uh, Lee Gordon. Say hi, guys. Hello. 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 Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, guys. Yes, thank you. Very clever. Right. <laughs> and uh, Michael sends me a link before the show starts about uh, Seattle's snow removal policies. <laughs> uh, I believe I believe it was, we're not going to use salt, because that would be terrible for Puget Sound. So what we've decided to do is pack the snow and ice down into a hard, compact layer on the roads. And that will be our snow, our, our policy to deal with snow. Yep. So yeah. we're going to we're gonna make sure that we squish it all down so it's a sheer layer of ice, and then we're going to throw a crappy amount of sand on it so you think you can get traction and... Then you can pretend you can drive. My favorite part is the part where they say it's designed for four-wheel drive vehicles, all-wheel drive vehicles, and front-wheel drive vehicles with chains on them. Because the people in Seattle, of course, have chains for their car because of all the snow they get. Totally. <laughs> Except that the lack of snow is why they got into this problem in the first place. But <laughs> whatever. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, it, it's, it's all been good here. So we, uh, <clears throat> we actually left on the one day it didn't snow. Yeah, we went to the in-laws and we stayed there until it didn't snow again, and then we came home. <laughs> well, that sounds like an exciting holiday. It was great. We had Christmas. We were supposed to. Okay. I got stuff. Did you get stuff? You get anything fun? Well, I got the Garmin. I was having fun playing Ooh, with that. Ooh, GPS, nice. Yes, for the car. Now, nice. when you can't complain, when I can't navigate. When you can't. Yeah, I, it, it does frustrate me how you don't know your way around your own city. When I, visit. I don't go to Seattle. Seattle's 20 miles away. Seriously, Lee, I, he, he takes me downtown to go someplace. He doesn't know where he's going. I, have to, I, I find I know my way around better than he does, which That's is shocking. I know, I know my city. Oh, like I wouldn't in, say that. I know the city like the back of my hand. If you want to get somewhere in Birmingham, I can get you there. Know which road, shortcuts to take. But, you but know, then again, Birmingham, Seattle's probably... You know Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. No, not Birmingham, <coughs> Alabama. Birmingham, England. The original oh, Birmingham. You guys copied it, huh? Oh, no, no, I think we probably, you copied us, and we probably called your city Birmingham after this Birmingham. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you, you, know you can really con- see the British influence in Birmingham, Alabama. It, it's all over the place. Emma. Uh, but um, it's really interesting to talk about these, these GPSs and these wonderful devices that allow you to like find where you're going, because they've been around for centuries. I think you'll find they're called maps. <laughs> you know, um, there's, a fun thing, uh, there's a fun thing about maps, is if you buy one, and then you hold it on for more than three years. It's total crap. <laughs> there you go. There's a um, touche, sir. Touche. There's a, a very um, good argument to that one. Yeah, maps aren't um, updating. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> but neither are the GPSs. I've, yes, they are. They update every year. Yeah, you say that, and yet the GPS systems still don't have the buildings that I work in on them. And we've had these buildings for three years. Well, maybe mine with roads. <laughs> <laughs> if, anyone, if, if, if anyone else would like to listen to um, GP, GPS Cast, GPS Cast is our it's our new spinoff podcast coming at yeah. you next week. Because <laughs> I think some of us probably know more about GPSs than we do RPGs. Well, probably me. Anyone else get anything awesome for Christmas? I got some well, marzipan flavored soap. Ooh, wait, what? Marzipan flavored soap? Yeah, it makes you smell like marzipan. 
for almonds. Isn't so you eat it? No, no, no. You don't eat it. You just wash it's, yourself. It's for, it, it's it? for washing your mouth out. Well, you have a dirty it, mouth, uh, Lee. No, I don't have a dirty mouth. My well, mouth not is anymore. Clean. I guess yeah. After you got well, the soap, it, it, there's like a, a soap shop called Lush, and it sells like all these fancy soap and you Vicky shop beans. at a soap shop called Lush. What you no, go well, to a soap shop? Well, it's not me. It's my girlfriend Victoria. She's um obsessed with it. She really What's likes wrong with it. Ivory. Well, it's not really expensive. Like this bar of soap is like twelve dollars or something. It's just ridiculous. So now you now you have soap that you don't even feel like you can use because it costs too much. Well, no, I'll use it because it makes me smell like almonds, and I like almonds and marzipan and stuff. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So you you um, want to smell like something you eat? Well, I guess he wants to be tasty for the ladies. Yeah. Is, well, isn't that the whole like X body? Yeah. Spray only only for foodies. Well, they had a chocolate but, uh, one. Oh, did they? Yeah, they, okay. they've, yeah, they do. They do Lynx chocolate. I've got to use Lynx chocolate deodorant and shower gel as well. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I want to be eaten, basically. Please, oh, yeah, eh? are all, wait, are I, all your personal hygiene products food flavored? Um, Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got... I've right. got That's I've an got, interesting uh, side of you we'd never learned about. More than I wanted to I've know got, about Lee. I've got honey, honey flavored shower gel as well. So I smell like honey. I've got coconut shampoo. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just can lick you all over. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is it. It's <clears throat> nice to be. Able to I think that's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much. It, it, but um. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, I've sort of derailed the past there, haven't I? Yeah. So, that's well, all right. I, I got <laughs> Trust me, this is this is what we're talking about. This is it's better than MMO talk. What did uh, Anna? What have you? Did you get anything interesting for Christmas? No. No, I had to unmute myself. <laughs> um. I got We Fit, which yeah. was really funny because uh, I think I told Chris this story already. Yeah, because you yeah. gave me the suggestion. But do it again, do it again. Um, when we flew in, we flew in super late last Thursday. And we didn't end up getting into Brandon until, or Winnipeg until like 11, 11.30. We were supposed to be there at 9. And so we get in the car and we don't end up getting home until 2.30 because we have to stop and see some friends. So 2.30 in the morning, they say, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we're not going to get you a WeFit this year because they're going on sale tomorrow at 5.30 in the morning, or today at 5.30 in the morning. You want to go? It's only in three hours. And I'm like, whatever, I just won't get WeFit for Christmas. So I called up one of my friends that works at the local future shop, and I said, if you get a shipment of Wii's, can you give me a hauler? And she's like, I don't think we're getting more, but, you know, just in case, sure. So the 23rd of December, she she's like, we have 12 Wii Fits in, and I cannot hold them. All I can do is give you a call and say they're here. And I'm like, great. So I hang up the phone, and I look at Ian, and I say, go get me a Wii Fit. And my <laughs> mother-in-law from the other room goes. <sighs> as in a big sigh. As in lay sigh. So I inadvertently spoiled one of my Christmas presents. <laughs> well, it was my just- friend. Yeah, well done. So yes, I got what you fit for Christmas. All for a game that sucks. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. well, it's, at least one some one person does. <laughs> Actually, know what's really funny? Yeah, is my brother got my parents both a Wii and Wii Fit. Nice. And my oh. father's brother also has Wii Fit. So we've all exchanged Wii codes at this point. We're gonna laugh at each other's scores. <laughs> what your your parent? Oh, that was your mother-in-law who sighed, not your parents who sighed. Right. Goodness. Confusing. 
Ah, oh, the tangled web you <laughs> weave. All right. I, I, what did I get? I got, I don't know what I got. I got free breakfast this morning. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good right there. Um, some cl- you know, some, compared some to the amount of food you've been telling me you had all week, that's just kind of yeah. I've actually, oh, do, I've actually lost weight this week, and me and Vicky are just like in yeah, not over shock. here. No, we had way yeah. too much Christmas sweets, and I, I had a big I, gift I, basket delivered, and yeah. I have loads of sweets. I have, um, the, I have more. Cho- I could probably start a chocolate business, to be honest. I should probably. Well, try you've probably been eating your that. chocolate soap, and it's making stuff go right through you. <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, it's not chocolate. It's marzipan soap, Chris. Right. I'm, well, you're chocolate deodorant then. Yeah, but there's this funny advert that the advertisement for the deodorant, and it's like this man made out of chocolate, and he's walking through London. All these women are eating parts of him because he's made out of chocolate. Yeah, it's quite, you, you yeah. shouldn't. You they have one of those out, here too. Oh, is yeah. it that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. It's, it's quite fun. But I also got Left the Dead, um, Ooh, Prince of Persia. There you go. Um, Mario Kart DS, but I really hate Nintendo Online. It's evil. I can't Mario even play Kart it. Mario Kart DS works. I can't. I've, I, right, so last night me and Vicky were like, "Oh, I want to play. We want to play some Mario Kart." Well, she just lives up the road, so it was like, "Oh," I, she was amazed to, to realize that you don't actually have to be in the same room because you could use the Wi-Fi service. So I said, <laughs> "Okay, then, give me give me a friend code," and I gave her my friend code, and she gave me her friend code, and um, we spent the next two hours trying to get the damn thing to work. It just would not. He would find that, and then it would flash. You know when it flashes, you're searching, and it flashes for someone. It's found someone. It would do that, and then it would just disappear, and it just wouldn't find her. And it was just like going yeah. on and on. And in the end, it just gave up. So no, I don't just like hadn't anything. registered yet. Just give it some time. Yeah, that's Mario Kart was like that, it, it, but it catches up eventually. Mario Kart for the Wii's even better though. It has really good online code. It's like, is this the same people who made Smash Brothers? I don't think so. Someone else got Prince of Persia, but he's not thankful enough to mention it on this podcast. So. Yeah, I really I hadn't Prince got Persia. through all my presents before I got cut off, so there. Oh, okay. What were all your presents then, Michael? Well, I did get Prince of Persia, as someone already alluded to. Yeah, because I gave it Because he you. gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to expand your horizons. I also finally got a Bluetooth headset, so I can stop driving illegally. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> And I got the, this. This is something rather interesting. Um, I got Xbox 360 shorts to sleep in. Wait, what? Wow. Where did yeah. you get them from? I have no idea. They show up in a present, so you'll have to ask someone else. So where's the where's the guide button on those? All over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then I realized that those are good for when you go on little gamer trips. No, they're not. That's, yeah, they are. It's no. amazing. I want we, trust Xbox. me, we're not going to respect you more because you rip off your pants. I didn't ask for respect. I just have something shorts. to wear when I go to bed. You have stuff Xbox. to wear. You've never struggled with this in the past. Xbox yeah. PJs. Yes, they have got Xbox 360 boxes. Oh, robes? Oh, I could have a robe. <laughs> oh, my. Where are you? <laughs> Xbox Actually, oh, so my God. They're like, we were going to get the Guitar Hero ones. Lee is going to have a joygasm now. Where oh is my this? Gosh. Where is he going? He, I think he just Oh, he's going. on eBay. He's eBaying it. All right. Oh, don't go to eBay. I mean, Do, like see a, if they have the Xbox 360. Let's see. I think they went to Fred Meyer or something. Cushion. See if they have a G-string. No, no, no. There's the butt oh. cushion. No, no, no. I'm sure Vicky would love that. Don't, get the, bloody... don't get the cushion from GD or E3 from last year. Two years ago. That's what I'm looking for. I don't see it. Though. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, they've got Halo 3 boxer shorts. Good good lord, there's a... <laughs> well, 
Yeah, like I said, they they were like, we were going to get you Tar Hero, but they were actually sold out in your size, so we got you Xbox 360, and I'm like... Yeah, because you really needed that. Why? Okay. (laughs) Well, I got some points and some clothes. That's my Christmas nowadays. Yeah. What what you're looking for? I actually didn't get any points, because I got so many from uh, Mm, birthday. Actually, I need the listener's help. Uh Uh-oh. Because Chris has asked me for what to... What to ask from him. And I have no idea what to ask for. Oh, I haven't gotten you anything yet. Dang it. I know. So, if uh, if you have any suggestions of what I should ask for, just reply in the thread. Oh, goodness. Now now <laughs> our gift is community-sponsored. Awesome. Right. Oh, boy. And, like, tell Anna what she should give me in return, too, based on yes. what you <laughs> suggest I give her. I love <laughs> Uh, what, the, uh, something just fell off his desk. Chris doesn't know what he's getting from me yet because the snow has stopped me from mailing anything. Okay, I'm back from under my <laughs> table. I went under the table. So what? why don't we get on with the rest of the show? Because this has been the most enthralling Christmas cast so far. Um, we got a lot of feedback from the listeners. First off... Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. A bomb exploded on the message boards this week. In the second post, no less. In the second post. Oh, goodness. First off, we have uh, Master Chief responding to claims about... um, Oh, I don't even know where to start with in this letter. It's so long. As he says, he's very bitter. Um, All right. Master Chief says, Nintendo can talk about propping up Dragon Quest IX now, but let's see what happens when we get near release. I bet you dollars to donuts that the lion's share of Nintendo's efforts go into their latest attempt at fooling housewives into thinking they're helping themselves by buying the latest stupid peripheral with a game thrown in. I'm actually with them on that, but whatever. Um, You guys have figured out just why I and so many other people can't stand MMOs. I can't abide by a game that requires you to play something else to stave off the boredom. I've seen Michael do that. Or any game that requires 50 plus hours for the actual fun to start. Why do I want to grind for... F- That's a lot of zeros. <clears throat> he got packs past the quintillion, and I, I lost count how many zeros. 40 quintillion hours. When in that time I could beat a real game, like Persona 4 or, or Resistance 2. Well, I'm glad to know that MMOs aren't real games. Thanks, Master Chief. I've tried a bunch of these games, and the only one I haven't had any real pleasure was Fantasy Star Online... Blah blah blah. I don't want to hear the only RPG focused pod. I don't want to hear the only RPG focused podcast. Are we the only RPG focused podcast? Mm, maybe. I guess I I didn't know. All right, that's good. Devolve into talk about those super rare boots that you got from a four hour dungeon that are only four points better than the super rare boots in the last dungeon that also took four hours <laughs> to complete. Oh, Master Chief, if it was only so easy to get loot that quickly. Yeah, can, uh, we, I, can I get boots quicker than that? Actually, Anna did that. Like Ian. Her husband made her this awesome shield, and then she goes into a dungeon, and the first run she's using that shield with, she gets a better shield. <laughs> yeah, this, this shield is actually crap. Thanks. <laughs> it was like a Christmas present to her, in a way. That was the best part. It's like, here, I made yeah. this awesome shield for you. Thanks. I just replaced uh. it. <laughs> but you guys have managed to find something to talk about that's more irritating than the MMO talk. Ah, this is where it explodes. What's with the rose-tinted glasses? You guys have gushed over Chrono Trigger before, but this podcast, the slurping was just sickening. He put sickening in bold type. I don't get the hive mind that surrounds this game. The battle system was awesome, but the story was a disjointed mess. The characters were mostly shallow Japanese archetypes, and the graphics, while pretty, were nowhere near the best that the SNES had to offer. Though I've never been a big fan of Toriyama art to begin with. The game gets a lot of praise that 
quite frankly, it doesn't deserve. And while I'm at it, there's nothing sacred about 2D, even great 2D like Final Fantasy VI or Super Street Fighter II. It's a graphic style like any other. Also, if you actually have any sense of perspective beyond 2D good, 3D bad, there's yeah. plenty of amazing... That's actually my catchphrase, I think. 2D good, that's, 3D bad. There's plenty of amazing-looking 3D game, good video games... Oh, excuse me. 3D game, including on the PS1, Final Fantasy VIII comes to mind immediately. Uh, is Final Fantasy VIII amazing looking? Mm, no, it's, it's better than seven. I'll it give was them better that. Better than seven. We'll give but, them that. But everything is. I don't know. At the time, it was probably pretty, pretty amazing looking. Oh no, had all the FMVs and you had Liberate Fatale and things like that. That really, yeah, the cinemas were fantastic. It was one of the first Final Fantasy. It was one of the first Final Fantasies that was specifically catered towards a Western audience. I think with the certain the way. I mean, it was heavily marketed in England for the first time after seven and. I mean, as you say, you had Libre Fata, Fata, whatever. Well, but we're talking about it. eight now. But oh yeah, that was that was eight. That eight was eight I mean, was the... Western oriented. I think so. It was yeah, more it was Western more... oriented. Than eight seven. continued the tradition of man. I wish they were still making two D games for me because it was so pixelated. It was like oh, so this is as good as it's going to get because it was like yeah, okay, but, they mean... improve the graphics, but it's still an insane pixelated mess. But I don't know. But... Are you looking at? I mean, to, to play devil's advocate here, are you are you looking at that now? Or at the time, did you think, oh, this is really pixi- pixelated? I yes, I did, oh, and I thought it with nine as well. Because at the time when eight and and, and to an <laughs> it extent, took until the PS two to come out before I started accepting three D games as being acceptable. Mm, I don't know. I think Metal Gear Solid did it for me. I think. I'm, yeah, I'm I, gonna... I couldn't get through Metal Gear Solid back then. But that, that's yeah, another story entirely. Was like super cool, and then eight was like. This yeah, me. This is well. You, I actually like eight more than seven, but yeah. Oh, well, you, what you have to remember is that, um, and this yeah, this might be a shock for some people, but you've got to remember that we in England never saw a Final Fantasy until Final Fantasy seven. So we we <coughs> didn't get six released. We didn't get five, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So seven was the first time I'd ever actually played uh, Square Enix RPG to any. Um, no, not Square Enix at the time. SquareSoft RPG for um, an amount of time and seven was just like oh and then as anna said when eight came out i was like but what does that have to do with whether or not eight looks better well well no nothing really okay but i don't <laughs> well let's get through the letter let's get through the letter games like dragon quest 4 and final <coughs> fantasy 4 are just good video games and their 3d remakes look fine the sooner the media stops heaping undue praise on the 16-bit era and look at the some at the 15 some odd years of progress since the sooner the criminally stagnant jrpg genre can finally evolve but beyond the cliche stereotypes that have been t- that have turned me into a firm western game player that's right it's the media's fault that the jrpg genre is not progressing Thank you, Master because Chief. <laughs> we have everything to do with what's being sold. Yes. It, it's all our Especially fault. Especially <laughs> when it's made in Japan. Because we like games like Clono, Chrono Trigger. It's our fault that the genre isn't progressing. Right. If I, I could only wish that we had 15 years of games that are as good as Chrono Trigger. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it doesn't well, I stop there. I think every year there's been a game that's been really good. Yeah, of course there has. There were the no, games no, out that I, year that Chrono Trigger came out. Uh, but let's see, the thing that really grows me about this is that he's saying, also, if you actually have a sense of perspective beyond 2D good and 3D bad... The, oh, that's such I, a good I, catchphrase, I, though. I, I like that never, catchphrase. I, I don't think I've ever stated at all that 3D games are bad. I was just simply stating that... No, but I would... It, I would I would state that. No, but I like I like the PS the PS I'm one. Done. Was I'm done. I'm done turning the damn camera around. Just give me some pretty graphics and let me I mean, move I, around I, and kill. I like stuff. the original Tomb Raider. I like the original Medi- I like Metal Gear Solid 
on, on the PS1. I like Final Fantasy VII. I was, all I was trying to state about Chrono Trigger is that <laughs> it's such a good game, and it's not... Oh, I don't know. No, he, he's, he's, Lee, he's not really responding to you, and I think you got involved in this post and took things very personally. Oh, he's well, really responding to years and years of hype of Chrono Trigger that have just gone a bit too far, that he can't handle it anymore, and he had to respond. It has nothing to do with you, really. Okay. Well, <laughs> the fa- the only reason you're taking blame is because you know you were playing it, and that's how we got into talking it last week. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Like- <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. It's it's all right. Silicon Noob responds. Um. Okay. So for yet another week, I find myself agreeing with Master Chief. Chrono Trigger is a good game and a classic, which many remembered fondly. And I intend to get the DS port shortly. Yet no way justifies all the praise which people are practically falling over each other to gush all over it. Quite frankly, that is a little nauseating. And in fact, I preferred its much maligned sequel. The story was decent, but nowhere near as good as Final Fantasy VI. The graphics were very nice, but nowhere near as good as Tales of Destiny. The gameplay was fantastic, but the game design was disjointed and sometimes gave you little indication of where to go next, a fault it shares with its sequel. I like the game, but it's not ZOMG best game ever. Um, as far as Final Fantasy III and IV are concerned, you show me one person who thinks they can mount a defensible argument for the original titles having better graphics than their 3D remix, and I sure will, sir, will show you an idiot. Oh, wait I'm, a I'm, second. Yeah, I was waiting for you to react to that, Mike. Perhaps looking back hey. with rose-colored glasses may lead some to believe these were good-looking games, and for their time, I suppose they were, yet the visuals have in no way stood the test of time in the same way the visuals of Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, whose visuals he just maligned in the previous paragraph, and Tales of Destiny still look, still look reasonable today. Three and four look primitive and ugly. People keep going on about how poorly Final Fantasy VII's visuals have aged, which they have, yet in my opinion, VII's graphics have stood the test of time much better than fours i would severely disagree with that but um fours graphics weren't actually all that great when it comes down to it okay they were better than threes though i mean geez three was an nes game (laughs) we've seen like what was it last week uh what was avalon code sure where they can take the same you know um the same developers and make something that didn't look near as blocky yeah i will give a strong argument where the 3D remake was not as good looking as 4's original because you have the sprite system, which had you know all the emoticons, uh, yeah, not emoticons, but the emotion sprite things. They had you know you were able to tell a story with such little graphics that when you try to bring it up to the 3D level, what are you really working with? You're trying to make blocky characters that kind of shrug and make the same expressions, and it wasn't near as cute as it was in 2D. Well, I don't think it needed to be cute, and I think the story is actually conveyed better in the 3D remake. However, it's really pixelated, and, you know, when it comes down to it, pixelated stuff stands out, regardless of whether or not the overall graphic system is, quote-unquote, more powerful. And that's the way I see it, at least. Mm. Uh, I don't, you disagree, just, but I, I just I just don't feel that four's graphics on the SNES were, you know, as capable of conveying the story as a at, at least the cinemas would be. What um, I think it. Oh um, no. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't think so. I I I thought it was much better. Even the the Game Boy Advance, you know, the port, I thought was graphically. More interesting. Well, because the graphics were redone. They were redone, but they were still kept in 2D. Yeah, but they were better graphics than on the SNES. I don't think they were that much different. Okay. I would actually have to look at screenshots because I didn't really think there was that much difference at all. I just, so far, the 
3D engine that they've used for the DS has not impressed me. Now, maybe Avalon Code will change yeah. that, but until then, it's still pixelated, blocky chunks of people trying to do things. And that's what pretty much 7 tried to do. Yeah. And, you know, we're getting to the, <clears throat> the starting points of the 3D on the console. You're going to have some really strong issues for why did you change it? Yeah, they, yeah. they upgraded the graphics in the GBA port. Did they? Yeah. Okay. It needed it, too, because they they learned a lot about SNES development as people go on to say in this thread between 4 and 6, and there's a lot more graphical depth and stuff you can do now. So I think it helps a lot. Okay. Because well, I mean, things were very flat. Things were the, the graphics were very flat in 4, and you know they just needed a little bit more depth, and then it looked more of a, looked like more of a 2D work that you can be proud of. Oh. Okay. Well, you still have the whole point where... I mean, there were some exceptions. There were some. There were some shots in the DS version I really loved. I thought the final battle background was just freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then again, we're arguing over the graphics of Final Fantasy three and four. I have to. I have to like what sure he says about three. Was bad. Three is just blocky crap. <laughs> <laughs> so you were never saying that three's NES graphics. Oh, you don't like the the DS graphics for three? No, I uh, think the 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 whole. I think everybody. Did you play it on the NES? Did you actually feel it was better with the NES graphics? You know, I just didn't read Japanese back then. <laughs> so it's hard. It's, it's hard to say. See, it's, like, it, so you're it's not really saying hard. That then, right? It's hard to say because, as you said, if unless you played it at the time when it came out, if you, you're looking back on it now, and I'd say that you, I'd rather play Final Fantasy III on the DS than I would on the NES. Well, yeah, it's got a translation. That always helps. Yeah. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that helps. I, I, yeah, I don't know that we can really argue it for three as well as we can for four. I I would love to see four done with with not so sticking to the Amano styles of graphics, you know, for the costumes and uh, it, having it, it, a right, bit more three D horsepower to do that engine would be nice too. But Silicon Noob makes a good point as well. I like what he says about the Final Fantasy VI remake that yeah. it should be like the Star Ocean first departure treatment. I'd like to see that. Like, eh, no, it look, ends up looking like a Flash game. Then I don't know if I like that. Flash game? What are you talking about? When you have those big, chunky menus and you know lots of colors in the background, it's, it, everything looks all like. It's like you're turning everything into Lunar Silver Star Story, which is a good game, but not every game needs to look like it. Well, certain games I think you don't have would you know benefit from looking like that. Yeah, I don't think Six is one of those. Well, no, Six is not one of those, but you know there are a lot of games that would. Mm-hmm. Six has its own unique following, and you know, I mean, Six is a is a steampunk game, and it needs a graphic over overhaul that would uh, steampunk game. Yeah, steampunk. That's what you call. Are you kidding that. me? It's steampunk. What game, sorry? It's Steampunk. <laughs> Do you know what Steampunk is? paying attention. No, 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 no. See, yeah, Steampunk for me would be 8. He's not asking for No, it's not 8. He's asking for what game you're referring to. Yeah, Final Fantasy 6. That's not Steampunk, is it? Yeah. What the heck are you talking about? Have you ever walked in Narsh? You've got, a bunch of elec- you've got a bunch of technology that's Steam-based. you got mag- oh, you got magical suits no, of armor that no. walk around. It's all Steampunk. No. No, the whole the whole setting is steampunk. You have a mechanical set castle that oh, yeah, d- wait, delves he, underneath he, the he, sand. That is, is right, actually that is steampunk, man. Steampunk is a subgenre of fantasy and speculative fiction that came into prominence in the 1980s and early 1990s. The term denotes work set in an era or world where steam, steam power is still widely used. I, in, oh, I was thinking you, you have that, you got that. No, that's steampunk. Oh, right. sorry, Chris. It's a great well, setting. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So yes, it's you, a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just you, it's our it's, its own setting. There's lots of brass usually, and you know. Right. So you want to <laughs> you want to keep that in its own individual. You don't want to make it the next lunar. I th- I think yeah. If you get if you get too colorful and 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 jumpy with the graphics, you, uh, I don't feel they really modified the feel of four. They just made it. You're right. I don't feel that they did either, and I thought that they did a good, really good job with that, considering they turned changed it 3D. Yeah. So I was rather pleased with that. Um, they, you, you really still felt the story, and yep. you know the characters were, you know, still somewhat amusing. I still thought they were better in 2D, though. They were funnier. Yep. Um, after uh, Silicon Noob's comments, there, Evil Paul had a great post comparing the Final Fantasy IV graphics with some of the later se- Super Nintendo Final Fantasies. He gets really in detail. I suggest you go to the forums and read it. It did a good job of talking about the evolution of of graphics on the systems and making some fine points from that. But after that, uh, later on in the thread, he says this, I haven't listened to the podcast yet, so I don't know about all this gushing that's being poured over Chrono Trigger. However, I find, I love how he's made two posts in the thread and hadn't listened to the podcast yet. Um, (laughs) He's still downloading. Leave him alone. (laughs) However, I find the criticism somewhat off off base. One of the things I think people are forgetting is the power nostalgia. Uh, Chrono Trigger came out on a time when many of us RP gamers were very young and impressionable. I have many fond memories of playing that game with friends that I will never be able to recreate now, but those memories of a stellar story and top-notch soundtrack will always caused me to think of that game as one of the best ever made. Um, so Vortex is quote, gushing over it? Let him. Is it constructive? No, but what's the, that's what the point of view section is for. I guess I expect that in the podcast because it's where people can openly talk about how they feel about the games that they are playing. If someone were to ask me what the best game in existence was, it would be Lunar Silver Star Story Complete. I could lavish about the game on and on, even though critically thinking about it, it has many flaws. I don't know, maybe we're at the age, or video games are, where we take for granted the games that are coming out now. They can't outdo the games of our childhood simply because they are coming out now and not then. Maybe that's just me, though. But I think that the beauty of RPGs that they can create such powerful emotions in us. That's why I got into them in the first place, and that is why I will continue to devote my time to them. I finished listening to it a little while earlier, and other than Lee saying Chrono Trigger DS was fun, still fun to play, I don't think that... So, wow, while writing that really long paragraph, I guess he finished listening to the podcast. That's... Okay. <laughs> First sentence, I haven't listened to the podcast yet. Second paragraph, I finished listening to it a little while earlier. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I don't think that the other people really even said much about it. There wasn't any Chrono Trigger is the best game ever made ever to be found. It was also quite funny towards the end. The last remnant just two plot synopsis and Hank Hill impression, especially. Oh, Michael does such a great Hank Hill impression. Also, does it make me a bad person that I've had the Lunar Silver Star Story complete box set sitting on myself for roughly 10 years? and never played more than 10 minutes of it? Yes. Yes. Yes, it, it does make you a bad person. <laughs> but here's what I don't understand. How does he have... How does he talk about how the best game in existence was Su- Lunar Silver Star Story Complete? Oh, that's wrong. And later on, he says he's had this Lunar Silver Star Story Complete box set sitting on him for roughly 10 years and never played more than 10 minutes of it. Evil Paul, let us know. How is this possible? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Same sex era, cannot understand. There's, there's so much time warping in this, <laughs> in this post. <laughs> post that, uh, yeah, we need some clarity. He wrote the first paragraph both before and after his last paragraph, it seems. I don't understand. Either that or it only took 10 minutes to decide that the game was the best thing ever. Maybe it was. I don't understand. It was so good that he could not tarnish <laughs> the first 10 minutes. With any- he never wanted to finish it, so he doles out a minute every year. That would be great, and if you judge yeah. games by the first 10 minutes, it's like, oh my god, this is the greatest game ever. You'll have to help us with that one, Paul. 
<laughs> Either way, if you've played it, then great. You've already played it. If you haven't played it, go play it because it's a great game. <laughs> All right, Mio Twister 5, nothing ages well. Also, Chrono Trigger is not better than anything that came after it 15 years later. I still think it's stupid to rate a game made 15 years ago to a game made now. Heck, I'm sure there's space-time issues with that. But a game is made and reviewed as a comparison to its peers of the times, not to games which were hypothetical at best 15 years later. Chrono Trigger was a great game in its day. It's still a great game over the years, but to hold it or any game ridiculously high and then turning blind in the face of other great games is stupid. Well, actually, Mio, we commonly compare old games to new games because we usually rate new games versus what has come before. And it is a matter of course to compare a game that comes out today to those that preceded it to see if it's progressed the genre and see if it's taken to heart issues that we found in older things and whether or not they've dealt with them. So yes, it is very relevant to compare a game nowadays to a game that came out 15 years ago. Does anyone disagree? Especially uh, when it comes out again. Especially if it comes out again, yes. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it, and it weren't even released here 15 years ago. Well, if you have there's, for you. Yeah. There's a lot of argument that uh, you know, the longer you played the game, the more likely you can have perspective on what's new and what's you know actually worth playing. And so if you can't just sit there and say, well, I've never played an RPG, and therefore I think this is the best, and that's the end. You need to have the history of the older games and just the genre as a whole before you can have this clear perspective. Well, it can help you for making well, critical statements, yes, but you don't need to have it. Well, it was funny I, you should You, you have that. more... Um, it's good to have reviewers on your staff that do have it, I well, would yeah, say, but I wouldn't say us, it's a requirement. We, we need someone who's like, you know, not said that, you know, Final Fantasy twelve was the first, you know, Final Fantasy and therefore it was the best, you know. Mm-hmm. You need something with more perspective. But yeah, if you're going to do in-depth critical discussions of the genre, I would say so. I don't know. But it only t- Lee is good, qualified enough, or actually, sorry, not Lee. Oliver is qualified enough to play a game and say this sucks or not. And you know, he's only been playing for a year and a half, two years. You know, yeah. he actually knows that he's been playing for a while, so we'll get to he's that. He's a liar. Um, he's a liar. <laughs> and um, also, I have to say, I don't know about you guys, but there have definitely been games that have come out in the past fifteen years that have come out this year that Chrono Trigger is, of course, better than. But we get into yeah. that even later in the thread. <laughs> oh, good. This is the epic thread of epic podcast. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's right. I threw, I threw a comment in here. Hoshigami, Ruining Blue Earth, and Valhalla Knights have come out in the 15 years that, precede, uh, that, that followed Chrono Trigger. And I would say Chrono Trigger is probably better than both of them. I don't think I'd get an argument on that point. But. Nope. There are games. I mean, Chrono Trigger. It's not my favorite. No, no, no. I am. I'm I'm just saying. But it's. It's. I mean, I like Chrono Trigger. Don't get me wrong. And it's a fantastic game. But I'm not saying. I didn't say for a second ever that like it is the best game and everything else. I don't think he's responding to you there. No, no. I, well, yeah, I need to develop more of a thick, stiff upper lip, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's uh, what you what you've gotten into is called a fanboy debate. And oh, I've never been, gotten into one. And, of you, and you, this has season. been raging <laughs> since before you existed, and will continue long after you die. And involves threads and posts and comments and snippets and things they've heard in passing while at the laundromat that they, they could be responding to in this thread that you have nothing to do with anything you said, but they will be brought up no. and countered in here just for. You know, it's part of the discussion. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Clicks then comments. I don't know who clicks. Oh, yeah, I do know who clicks. Is. All right. Well, it's not always nostalgia. Now, in some cases it is, especially with some NES games. The first Zelda has not aged well. And I just want to stop there. Wrong. Absolutely oh. wrong. The I first Elda, disagree with you. 
the first Zelda has aged extraordinarily well. The first? The eight first, bit the 8 bit Zelda. You can oh. sit down and still play today. And the thing is, you, you find can, that you can I only can. do it in an hour or two. It still has the same great music it had back then. If you like 8-bit sounds and you are satisfied with them as you were in the day, I don't think you have a complaint about it. The game still works. It plays quickly. You get to go around. You get to kill the moblins. It's great. I, I don't see what what kind of problems people would have playing Zelda nowadays. So simplistic now. It's like it's just obvious what you're supposed to do. There's <sighs> no other, oh, what do we... But for someone who is so tired of the complexity in Zelda games nowadays, I think that works. What? What complex? The only complexity in Zelda games now is find the forty nine. I don't want to run around collecting rupees to buy a larger wallet. Well, you're that is not fun the, gameplay. Hey, you, I never had to go and farm rupees. It's like you just sit there and you're like, you get oh, in the chest. At, and you're like, wow, here's my eightieth skull tulla. What? <laughs> my eightieth skull tulla. Oh yes, like I said, the pieces of heart, the skull tulla, and things like that. The pieces okay. of heart were fine. That's you only needed the one thing, and it directly helped you do better. So you felt you were getting something directly from going to do that. But now you need to collect forty of something just to get a piece of heart, and that's ridiculous. Right to get the last one of the of the fifty or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I no agree. Thanks. That was a, that was a, <laughs> the top, without a doubt. So I I don't I mean, know. I haven't I, they further divided how many pieces you need to get a heart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went they five. five point. You have to solve. Yeah, to, you need to solve integration equations now just to earn an eighth, an eighteenth <laughs> of a heart. I think so. You have to you have to use Shaw's algorithm with the factorization <laughs> yeah, of um, exactly numbers to. Uh, <laughs> I I thought they um I thought they backed off of that a bit with. Uh, I don't know. I haven't finished the, the DS one. Oh yeah, they the did. DS well, one? that's. Yeah. To be honest, I think that you, we'll, the next Zelda will be more towards kind of Wind Waker esque gameplay more than Twilight Princess. Because I, I and I always felt that the original Zelda was able to combine simple but yet difficult and challenging in, in a in a in a good balance too. I mean, Twilight Princess I, was just far too long, far too long. Of course, those those darn blue knights are difficult. Fun. Yes, you like yeah, yeah. Twilight Princess. I really like Twilight Princess, but I was glad I played Twilight Princess before Okami. But I mean, if to... I had been so limited as a wolf playing Twilight Princess, it would but, have I mean, been really bad. To say that Zelda hasn't aged well, I mean, I think that's one of the NES games that's aged the best. I mean, I... obviously Mario's aged well also, but can't you think of a lot worse NES games that have not aged well? Yeah, but people don't care about those. Apparently not. They want the big. They want the big titles that are still going, and the Legends of Zelda series is still going. And you look at the way the first Zelda was, and I even got it. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to get this on Virtual Console," and I got it, and I played it, and I got the third dungeon. I'm like, "This is this <laughs> is not well good as I remember." And I got Man. Zelda two. I don't know. The last time I sat through the NES Zelda, I had trouble putting it down. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, did you finish it? The, the last time, no, but I did play it within the past eight years, which sounds like a long time, but well, it, was, <laughs> it was in college, and I, was, I just went over to someone's place, and they had Zelda, and I put it in, and I was like, oh, I'm at the last dungeon already. What the heck? I didn't know I could play this game this quickly. And it was like, oh, this is awesome. I, I think also part of my problem was is, you know, I didn't remember where anything was, and just searching around just wasn't as fun as it used to be. I don't know why. Because it was like, you go in this area and then like, oh yeah, I forgot that if you walk in this area and you're, you know, you have five hearts, you're dead in two hits. Well, that, that was good to know. I'm glad I remembered that. <laughs> oh, and the and best part... Of, oh, anyway. I don't know. Let's not argue about the original Zelda. Hmm. 
really the problem is, is I look at the original Zelda and I look at the Link to the Past and go, gee, which one do I want to play? Um, original Zelda. Link to the Past, definitely. Link to the Past is too long and boring. <laughs> I know. <What? laughs> I know. I, I, I don't like that game. And it's, and I try to play it so many times. And it's like, you don't like that game. You don't like Ocarina. This is uh, another one of those games that is also play? marred by ugly 3D graphics. So What game? Sorry. Ocarina. Link to the Past. Link to the pa- Link oh, Link past? to the Past. Oh, Link to the Past is better than the original Zelda. Yeah. Thank you. Well, duh. You're about to yeah. break my mind. I was like, what I was going to say, like, I think Michael's going to go back. Well, I didn't say. think, so. I, I'm sorry. I'm used to everybody always praising Ocarina of Time as the best thing that was ever made. And it's like, Ocarina sorry. of Time is a good game, but I've always liked Link to the Past better. And I think yeah. the Phantom Hourglass is better than, or not Phantom Hourglass. Uh, Wake up. No. Majora's Mask? No. Twilight Princess. <laughs> what, was, what was the Wii one? Twilight Princess. Oh, Twilight thank Princess. you. I, th- I thought Twilight Princess was fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it's just long. <laughs> it's really long. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was about it, 70 I, hours for me. A 70 me, hour Zelda game? Wow. I yeah. don't, to me, that length was immaterial, partially because I was watching Ian play it. Mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I'd like to, I, one day I might, if I ever can be bothered and I ever own a Wii. Or a GameCube again. <laughs> then I might, you I'd need like to buy a Wii, man. I, no, 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 no. Yes, sorry. Wii. Yes, 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 you got yes. to get a Wii. All right, you well, if you, all right, well let's, let's let him say his point. No. I had a Wii. Me and my friend were really no, no. excited. We, yeah. we queued up to get a Wii on the day they came out in England, and I had it, and I was like, what am I playing here other than games where I'm waving my arms around like a moron? And well, that, that's pretty much it. You them around like a moron. There's some where you there's some where you wave them around like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like oh, I, I mean if there's a, I mean there are some games I want to play. I mean I do really want to play Metroid. Prime you need to play Zack and Wiki on it. Zack and Wiki, I want to play the Endless Ocean. I want to play. Um, yeah, all the, the all new, the interesting games basically. The new tap. I mean Mario. Don't get me wrong, Mario Galaxy. From what you I could, played, you could, my- dude, you could borrow a Wii and probably sit down and put a few months of gameplay on that thing with all those titles. But um, I will probably pick one up with um the when Dragon Quest Nine. Oh, uh, okay. You mean ten? 10? Yeah, I mean ten. 10. And the when rumored 10, nine yeah. port. <laughs> yeah, and and possibly as well, I might like to play the new Monster Hunter on it as well. Ah, right. Try. So, try. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I'm sort of bit. I'm I'm bitter about it in ways because I mean I'm glad that Nintendo have like sort of. Shown that you don't have to produce like three, three, four hundred pound consoles, and you don't need fancy HD graphics to sell a console. But some of the stuff that comes out on the Wii, and it's selling millions of copies, and I just, it's just like, like Nintendo. <laughs> he says HD. I, I mean, that's that's not even HD, <laughs> but I can't understand the appeal to Nintendo. It just blows no, my mind. No, it's right. like I can't, I can't understand. All right, guys. All right, we don't need to jump. Up. We can have a Wii bitch fest another week. <laughs> Yeah. Why? We've got nothing else to do this yes, week. Yes, we do. We've got plenty of stuff. We're not even finished with this discussion. Lucifer then comes back <laughs> and, and posts on the <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Let's see. <clears throat> Quote Evil Paul. Alright, so it's just better than a lot of what's out right now, responding to um, Evil Paul's comments. Uh, the discussion about Chrono Trigger... I'm sorry, I'm having trouble here. The discussion about Chrono Trigger and the 16-bit era in general seemed framed around that comment with only Montauk as voice of dissent. He called it right. Nostalgia. Astley... Wait, who said that? 
Oh, that was Evil that was, Paul saying that. Evil that Paul said Evil that. Um, so, yeah, Evil Paul calls it nostalgia. Then Lucifer responds and says, Ashley, who is his girlfriend, who has never played Chrono Trigger in her life and who did not own a gaming system until the PS2 has been playing Chrono Trigger nonstop. Since we picked it up, she has not touched Little Big Planet, Valkyrie Chronicles, Eternal Sonata, or any of the other various RPGs and, and games on offer, dropping them all for Chrono Trigger. Is that nostalgia then? Ashley is his fiance. Oh, fiance, excuse me. <laughs> Slacker. This discussion would have been completely derailed if I had that point wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I, don't, I do it to everyone I don't else. No, I'm so like, eh, with Chrono Trigger. I don't know why we're all gushing about it. I, we weren't really <laughs> gushing about it. Lee just said he liked it. That's the best part of it. He the liked whole it. Thread. We're like, well, yeah, it was, one of, <laughs> yeah, it was a, a really great good 2D game. <laughs> it's probably better than and, most of the other stuff out right now, which is true, except that this year is a good year for RPGs as well. So this is where people are. Are taking offense because there are indeed a lot of great RPGs. So yeah, and, and I and I would not go so far to say Chrono Trigger is better than Valkyria Chronicles. I would not go so far as to say Valkyria Chronicles is better than Chrono Trigger. They're both in that category where it's hard to rank one versus They're the other. They're both excellent yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> also, I should point out that Chrono Trigger is better than a lot of what's out right now. In fact, it's better than most of what is out right now. Go to the basement and pip down to your local GameStop. <laughs> Get out of the basement, rather, and pip down to your local GameStop and see what sort of stuff lines the shelves. Fully 75% of it is fodder. Another 20% is acceptable or barely so, and about 5% are games worth playing. Of course, if you are the sort of cretin who truly enjoys Mary-Kate and Ashley games <laughs> and the latest movie based fan-targeted drivel, you may disregard the estimates above and confine yourself to addressing the charge of nostalgia. <laughs> Great. Um, one more thing, it has become the de facto standard to seriously criticize the podcast anchors for their likes and dislikes of games. I can say with complete honesty that I'm glad I left when I did. So he basically goes on to say that it's very unfair to to jump on and critique us for saying what we like or dislike, because that's kind of the whole point of us being on here. <laughs> I would like to applaud that. Thank you. Yes, thank you. That was the whole point of having the podcast was to voice opinions. <laughs> Lucifer says, it's like being annoyed at someone for, for not liking apple pie or classical music. If this is seriously something one feels the need to gripe about, it is a sure and certain sign that self-righteousness about one's own opinions have progressed beyond the socially acceptable phase and into the realm of sheer arrogance. <laughs> Sean, I miss your writing so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> There's nothing more tiresome, nothing more infantile, he says in italics, than the whinging plant. <laughs> I can't even, than the wing, whinging plaints of the forum poster who is disgusted when everyone doesn't agree with him all the time on every issue, and who makes it his sole aim and charge to convince the world of the error of their ways. Ah, <sighs> Sean basically <laughs> figures out the entire trouble with, um, I guess, NeoGaf really. In this, in this paragraph, well, maybe <laughs> or any any place where trolls exist, um, yeah. So anyway, and then finally, Gooseass, our favorite named forum member, says, "Hey, Goose." Oh wait, no, Paula Abdu's probably my my new favorite named forum member. I'm sorry, Goose. <laughs> You're still good though. I still love oh, you, Goose. Excellent, He's our number one fan. How can you? <laughs> I right? like Evil Paul. That's an awesome name. That is a good name, but Paula Abdu, come on. Anyway, excellent episode as always. My only issue is when Lee dis Diesel. Not cool, dude. I've I've tried just about every brand of jeans on the planet, and there's still nothing that holds up to Diesel. They're worth every penny, and I will most definitely be going to the Diesel store on my upcoming trips to Seattle. No, no, no. I was, I, <laughs> wait, 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 what, what? What? 
in Seattle. These stupid things are in Seattle. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, they are. It's like it's a brand of jeans. It's like Levi's. They're, the, they're like it's like Levi, except way more expensive. <laughs> no, no, I I, I do I mean, agree with you. People because... argue that you know you're paying for the quality, and you know it's kind of one of those things where your mileage may vary. Yeah, I I, I didn't mean to diss them. I don't um, even remember you dissing on diesel jeans. No, no, I, 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 no, I was still like, what? I was saying about <laughs> home, weren't I? And I was saying that you can go. You didn't know what diesel was. Oh, the type of jeans. Okay. Go, I mean, what I was probably dissing goose was the fact that you can get these in um in home, home which is i think okay. ridiculous because they don't give Probably. you any wear and tear in home they're just virtual items that have no That's funny effect on real life whatsoever <laughs> but yeah i do agree i don't buy cheap jeans, i just so like I only... that entire thread but that's goose ass's com- yeah. <laughs> contributions <laughs> talking about it's the just, jeans you know, people are stupid about furniture anyway let's talk about jeans i i think yeah. i think and sadly <laughs> his post is the most relevant and productive if we did a post of the week goose ass you would get it you would definitely get it <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about some stuff you'll be able to get this week. First off, on uh, the Wii Virtual Console, Fantasy Star 4, which in my opinion is the best of the Fantasy Star games, will be coming out. Um, and it won't cost you $99 to get it like it would have back in the day. <laughs> what do you, it doesn't matter anyway because you got it for $30 in the Sega Genesis collection. This is true. You should go get the Sega Genesis collection. But if you didn't and you just no, want it on your no, Wii, go get it. save this. yourself from the atrocious series. Fantasy Star, it sucks. Oh, stop it. There's well, a there apparently is an even better Sega Genesis collection coming out soon, like this year but, for for Wii. Yeah, or we don't know if yep. it's coming out for North America though. Oh, it is. They're still bumps. Yeah, because yeah, because Phil over at Player One Podcast is doing work on it. Okay. Yeah. Sega. What? The one of the guys on the Player One Podcast, he's doing the the flavor text for the games. Never mind. <laughs> the point is, there's there's another one of those collections coming out, and it's going to be even better than the first one. All right. So it was more relevant games to people. So just surprised that someone would work on that when they're working in the industry, but that you know what? It's not my problem. He's a that's odd. he's not he doesn't work in the industry. He's a You said he was at one up. No, no, no. No, player one podcast. That's oh. independent. Okay. Yeah. I'm and, just so used to you fawning one up. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I forget the name of the collection, but it'll be coming out. I, I, we'll talk about it when it comes out, because I'm sure it'll be relevant, but uh, look forward to that. Um, anyway, go. you can go get Fantasy Star 4, I think, right now, if you want. So go play that if you need some something to play. Or over on your PS3, there's finally an and RPG for us. Cool in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Star 4 is a great game. It's I don't know what you're talking Fantasy about. The Fantasy Star collection. Oh fuck. Fantasy Star 4 I've is good. Played, I've never played them, Anna. Should I go and play them? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, he asked Anna, so if that's the opinion he wants, he knows what he's getting. Because well, yeah, that would have been hard to guess what her answer would have been. <laughs> yeah, at this point. <laughs> probably Thanks, Lee. I love it when you pander. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sweet Coden came out on the PSN this week, so you can go download that for on your onto your PS3 and play it on your PS3 or on your PSP. So that's, please, uh, that's not the best. See, that's Sony. where it goes. It belongs on the PSP. Okay. Anyway. Sony. Sony Europe, what please we really need England. is two. <laughs> So can <laughs> Can't you you need to get like those those point cards and make like a US account yeah, or, sure, I could or a that. Japanese this, this, actually the Japanese account might be even better but no, yeah, whatever. It. yeah it's a good game I like Sudoku. So, uh, 2 is the better one though right and that's not been announced Yes and it's also very very expensive Yeah well Su- it won't be if it comes out on here <laughs> I know that's what I'm hoping <laughs> Yeah Oh so that that's it for new releases this week just a couple of virtual titles cuz um 
Well, the retail stores are kind of done with games for a little bit. So <laughs> we'll get some more probably in, what, late January or early February? Uh, early February. Mm-hmm. I assume in January. January. Oh, Jan- I think there's like one or two games coming out at the end of January. That we care about? Yeah. The next the next game I'll Artanelco care about. 2 and Manakemi for the PSP. Uh, Artanelco 2 is for the PS2. And then Star Ocean Second Evolution I've got listed as January 20th, but I don't think that's right. See? There is stuff. Wasn't that pushed back to February? I don't know. No? Nobody knows. All right. Check. You'll, you'll check. Uh, in the meantime, we have a uh, review. No. Well, you work on it, and then uh, I'll talk about this. Review of Rise of the Arcanuts went up this week from Adrian. Um, mm-hmm. Well, actually, the game's not from Adrian. The game is from Codemaster, but the review's from Adrian. Yeah. Okay, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just rambling on and on. We're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Ar- Rise of the Argonauts tells the story of Jason and the Argonauts, which is from uh, some old Greek book. Somebody help me. Nobody knows. So what? Jason and the Argonauts. That comes from some old Greek book, doesn't it? Like he's the, actually the, the Odyssey or something. Re- no, his review is actually a lot. Most people really hated this game. I know. This is the interesting part. Adrian likes this game, and uh, he so he kind of diverges from a lot of the popular opinion on it. But um, he says it has an engaging story. The story choices affect skill development. He says the execution finishes are wonderfully brutal. Um, he also says the controls are a bit awkward and stiff, there's a lot of technical problems, and the minimalist interface lacks the most basic gameplay tools. Yeah, they, they didn't do much heads-up display. They wanted you to be able to tell what's going on just by the look of the characters and stuff, which I guess has some issues with it. Um, he really, really liked the story, though. So for RP gamers, that's a, that's a good sign. We like stories. Um, apparently, this is an action RPG. Um, I can teach about some things with the review, actually. Say what? Well, mostly how he says, well, you know, it's the, it basically the interface sounds like it's crap. It doesn't, you know, it has problems and things yeah. like that. And yet it still gets an average score. Well, I don't like, know. I didn't score it. I know. Well, where, where's the score for the interface in our, in our breakdown? Um, interaction. No. Yes. I don't think that's the, interf- is that the interface. It's how it interacts with the player. Read the right. review guide. All right. All right. Fine, fine, fine. All right, so you get to beat up mythological stuff and go through all those those cool stories. There's, there's, there's weird people and creatures and minotaurs and stuff. There's what is there? You get Pan on your team. You get, you get uh, Hercules, I think. And Pan is super early. Okay, I, great. Um, and you get to, it has an alignment like- system where you get to decide uh, every time you do an interesting thing or kill like a boss or whatever or something like that you can decide who's which god that was in honor of and that in increases your stats in that god's arena and each four, each of the four gods have a different style of fighting and magic and stuff so very interesting thing um, I talked to him a bunch about this to try and get an idea of how it compared like to other mythological type games like a god of war and it sounds like the you know the battle system is nowhere near as good as a god of war however with a decent battle system and a great story he felt it was very much worth playing. So I might pick this up when it comes out for a bit cheaper. I don't think I want to pay full price. Which was really funny because before Adrian reviewed this, you were like, "It's stupid," despite the fact that I'm like, "This is actually a really cool game." No, I thought that. I always. I, I think, think I'm the one who thought it was stupid, and I still think it's stupid. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like Greek mythology, though. So to be honest, it's the Argonauts and all I, that. It, it looks. It sounds like it's doing better than it was at the at the demo events we played it at. So that's a good sign. I don't know. It still has the technical issues I had when we were playing it there. So does it have the same ones? I don't know. It still has technical issues. You're releasing a game nowadays with technical issues is something I don't like. Yeah, but it's getting more and more common. It seems. 
which is really annoying. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, um, because like, it's so much easier to patch everything. So. But hey, like, hey, 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 don't worry. Guys, guys, it's better than the last remnant's technical issues. Ooh, Do we know that? Did you actually play it? <laughs> well, it sounds like it. It's, it, it's it. A, <clears throat> biggest issues stem from technical problems throughout the game, mostly with the graphics, occasional texture popping, sudden frame rate drops, and goofy shadows. That doesn't sound anywhere near as bad as Mac's description of what's going on in Last Remnant. I've heard Last Remnant's unplayable unless you install it to the hard drive. And even then, it's still not fun to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which is not a good sign. Fine. <laughs> Uh, actually, anyway. MacStorm's complaints weren't even that the technical issues were the issue. That weren't that, wasn't it? <laughs> was that the yeah. game sucked? It's like, you know, it's already pretty bad, and then that doesn't play very well either. Okay. Anyway. Oh. What we've been playing on this festive week. Yeah, what have we been playing? Chris, Christmas, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? All right, well, yeah. I'll be glad to tell you. I've been playing, uh, you know, aside from our normal MMO check-ins, I've been playing some Persona 4. I got through uh, the first real dungeon, and the, you're gonna finish this one. The castle or the castle. Ca- this game, it's a tease because you know what it does. It fixes every. It fixes ninety five percent of anything I had a problem with with the battle system set up in the in Persona Three, and then it goes and makes it so you can't grind to get levels. That's good thing. What's wrong with that? Because you need. Basically, oh, you, you can't heal yourself, so if you can't beat the boss, your only choice is to leave the dungeon and come back the next day. The That's problem fixed. is, well, not yet it isn't, and I hear no, it costs a fact, lot of money to get it fixed. It depends. Yeah. I can explain it, but I don't know if... Oh, I've already read about it, so but we shouldn't tell people about it, but I know exactly what you're referring to, but it doesn't sound like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And yet, if I leave the dungeon and come back the next day, I lose an afternoon that I could be using to develop my social links, which I hear is actually something you can max out all of them in one playthrough without a guide if you really think about it and do it strategically. However, that's not going to be the case. <laughs> you have to keep leaving the dungeon. <sighs> well, get all I mean, my links. here's the thing is... The thing that I found sort of really trivial about Persona 3 was the fact that you could walk in, get up to the next barrier, and then ignore the place for a month and stuff, right? That was fine with me, because I hated the damn place. <laughs> I hated that dungeon. These dungeons are done considerably better. Yes, they, they are. They have a lot more variety. So what I have basically done, I don't know, maybe Mac can comment in the thread about what he does, is I usually break up a dungeon over about four days. Yeah, I know because he's told me you supposed have, to be done one day. Yeah. It you can, but I I have done it all in one day, but I'd much rather break it up into several See, days. See, but then you're you're really not gonna max all your links then. But you don't well, care about that, yeah. No. I'm a perfectionist, but I'm also I'm a perfectionist to a point. I'm a realistic <laughs> perfectionist. I know well, that, that doesn't I'm not that means that you're not a perfectionist reason. actually. Well, I want to get as close to perfect as possible, mm-hmm. but I am realistic in that unless I follow a very rigid plan for Persona 4, that's not going to be possible. At the same time, it's something that else, something that I've talked about before is there's replayability, you know, built right into it. And I'm actually considering, seriously considering a second play of it. Mm-hmm. And wow. I'm not even done. How far are you into, Anna? Um, not much further... Than we talked about last week. I think I, I think I was in the middle of a, 
I think I had unlocked a dungeon that Mac had not yet. I've yeah. completed that dungeon and done some social stuff, and that's it. And my problem was is that, yeah, my problem was is that I was not being diligent enough about opening up all my social links. Like I was getting a social link, and then I was maxing it, and then I was getting another social link, and then I was maxing it, and that's not a really good way to play. No. Hmm. Well, but you don't have to worry about the links getting neglected, though. Then. Um, you don't. Well, yes and no. Like, I don't know how reversing works in this because every time I've done something, I think that will reverse a link. Um, I'm maxed in that link anyway, so it doesn't reverse. <laughs> like I have. You don't, uh, you don't need to date conference. everybody, by the way. Yes, I do. <laughs> They're all hotties. You can I just choose need not to, I'm to just date them. <laughs> <laughs> she, so what she does, she gets her links maxed up, and then when it triggers the events where they would find out that she's dating multiple people, they're already maxed, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, so what happens is... Because they put in traps when, in this game for you, apparently, that you can't avoid. <laughs> when you go through a dungeon for the second time, there's a shadow on the top. So you have a second boss an to optional defeat. boss, yeah. It's just not, it's an optional boss. It's non-storyline related. What happens is, is your the people you don't take with you into the dungeon end up showing up on random floors, and you can socialize with them. And so, um, I have a max social link with both Chie and who's the girl in the red sweater? Yukiko. And so, um, Chie says to me. Uh, you're you're tidy. You're you inspired me, and I've started to tidy my room like yours. And Yukiko, yeah, says yes. His room is very tidy. And Chie says you've been in his room, and Yukiko says you've been in his room. <laughs> <laughs> then there's kind of this awkward silence. <laughs> awesome. Yes. I just, I just love that they acknowledge that people did that, and they put in these little things to to just reference yes. it. Uh, yes, so Persona 4 is still good. It's a great game. Yep. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm as long as I can figure out the... play, yeah. Oh, good. good. Yeah. I was, uh, <clears throat> um, it was funny that it was sent from Canada. I know people probably... Well, I'll tell you anyway. It was sent from Canada, but from Anna. But Anna's housemate, Danielle, sent it us. Um, sent it me. And it was... The post thing was sent from Snow Angel, which is her name of her book. <laughs> Apparently her real-life alias now. <laughs> I, I think she wasn't sure if you'd recognize her real name. That, and she's in the process of changing it. Actually, it changes as of today. What? Oh, it does it. Oh. Changes oh. to what? Oh, Back she changed her maiden her... name. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Cool. And um, I've also been playing one other game. That would be... What Ooh. game is it, Chris? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, um... I... The Square Enix people that we we like so many games from, you guys know them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they release a few games. Yeah, yeah they made they, Chrono Trigger, didn't they? They well, yeah, the they did. The, they did the best game, best game in the last years. fifteen years. Yeah, um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> now we can get in trouble. <laughs> All right, so they also released uh, in the past. I don't know, December seventeenth or so. Uh, Crystal Defenders for the iPhone, which is a port of an, an older cell phone game they had called Crystal Guardians. So the iPhone is a, as a mobile gaming platform has been 
kind of languishing with some releases that are like, oh, that's cool, and oh, what the heck, this is a waste of space. Um, one of the genres that was missing for the longest time was a tower defense genre, which is not an RPG, so I'll try and keep this quick. But the iPhone seems to have gone in the past few weeks from having no tower defense games, which if, you have, if you're not familiar with the genre, just go into Google, type in desktop tower defense, and say goodbye the next four hours of your life, unless you're Michael, um, in which case you play it for five minutes what? and say, this is stupid. That's what he did. Um, oh, I know. He, how could you? He has no taste, but that's another discussion. Yeah, so Crystal Defenders is uh, one of these desktop tower defense games. So the iPhone now has a bunch of them. And uh, so this is a uh, tower defense with Final Fantasy Tactics jobs classes as your towers, basically. So you place a soldier here and a... Um, and uh, a black mage here and a monk here and you know wow. black mages will be your ranged magic attack cool. the monk will be kind of the tower that just that does a attacks a bunch of units at once but a slightly weaker attack your archers will be the ones that can hit the hit the flying targets and stuff and then all the enemies fly through the screen and you basically keep leveling up your towers and putting more on the map and see how long you can go and earn money and stuff and just try and get a high score Unfortunately, there's no story, there's no real oh, progression, there's no dude. end. So it really, <laughs> as far as, as a long-term appeal to someone who likes, you know, Square Enix games for most of the elements that Square Enix games usually have, it, there really isn't. There's like one looping Sakamoto music track, which is a good track, but it, it's played over and over again, at least in the stages I've tried. Maybe there's more I just haven't gotten to yet. And um, it just kind of forces you to play it um, ad infinitum, which kind of like... Good for good for mobile platform, and you know if you're on a trip in the car or in a bus or something. But um, you kind of not not a strong game to just play on its own right. But there it is. I need to defend myself here. Yeah, because you gave me this flash version thing where I saw exactly what you would need to do and how you would beat it, and yeah. it's like that's just monotonous. Now the one you're saying here where there's jobs and things and has a little more thought. To no, it, it's the same thing. No, because don't you get to like evolve the jobs? No, oh, you, you just level the up jobs? the jobs. You just make them stronger. Do now you I... get to stay leveled up after you play them once. Yeah. Well, that would be better. But the so next time you start... come back, no. But the next time you come back and play that map, you, they all start at level one again. Oh. And yeah. this is on the iPhone. It's exactly yeah. the same. It's like building <clears throat> your towers and leveling up the tower. Okay, um, then, the yeah, only so difference not... is that this is a path-based one where the monsters follow a set prescribed path that you can tell where they're going to go, whereas in a game like Desktop Tower Defense, it's an open square box thing, and the monsters will adapt based on where the tower, how many towers you have on the screen. So, uh-huh. so yeah. Okay. Sounds interesting. That's neat. Well, <laughs> it is, but then you realize that all of a sudden on your on your... On your iPhone, you have three tower defense games, and actually, in some ways, this one is one of the weaker of them. And yet, this one costs you money. <laughs> mm. Actually, Oops. the actually the strongest one also costs money, so I shouldn't say that. And that's probably Field Runners, but um, well, whatever, different style. If you're into tower defense, give it a check it out. You might actually like it. I the one thing I did find myself coming back and playing this one some more was because it had all the Final Fantasy job classes that I like, and I like building a. I like building a black mage more than I like building a, a tower. <laughs> so, <laughs> if that makes sense. Here's my prediction for 2009. Yeah? The, the iPhone as a gaming platform will take off in a big, big Its first way. real game just came out. It's called yeah, Rolando. Rolando. Yeah, I've heard all about it on 1UP. Rolando yeah. Yeah, is, is, really is like, it's like Loco Roco, but the way it should have been. It's only it's it might be missing as strong of a music track as Local Roco had, but um, so far wah, it's like wah. yeah I know, 
but you tilt oh. the iPhone and it moves around and you got your little yeah. guy and he moves with it. Oh, it's just, it's like, it really is, you know, it, it's like an improved LocoRoco. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it feels like it was actually made for that platform, which I guess it was. <laughs> uh, Anna, yep. you got anything else you're playing? Um, played a little bit of WoW. Don't really want to talk about it. Um, play. I got Wii Fit and Rayman, the new Rayman game. Ooh, so the one you can... play with your butt. Wow. Yes. Have you been playing it with your butt? No, because I left. Oh. Because I was like, "There's no." I thought way you got Wii Fit. Well, there's. I said, you know, I, we were packing up the suitcase. Oh, and you I'm didn't like, bring the Rayman the, game. Oh. So pack the Wii. And Ian's like, "There's no way that we're getting Wii Fit," and I'm like, "Okay, well, we'll just leave the Wii at home then." So I have the two Oops. games and I can't play them because I don't have my Wii. Ouch. No, <laughs> you've got to wait a week as well to your home. Yep. Well, no, five oh. days. Is that all? Yeah, I go home on Thursday, so I'll be home in time for the next podcast. Me too. Yeah, we actually leave like New Year's Day, which Me too. Uh, means that I won't be able to party hardy on New Year's Eve this year. <gasps> what a shame. Got Danielle really drunk last year. It was uh. fun. <laughs> um, but I played a little bit of Rondo of Swords. So I, I don't know, just was going back and listening to the old podcasts, and I decided that I wanted to give it a shot. So I, uh, I pulled it out and I brought it with me on the trip, and it's hard so far. I've had to redo like a whole bunch of levels. Mm-hmm. I think part of the problem is is I'm just being really careless. I'm just hiccuping and just not being careful enough with what I'm doing. So that's kind of my problem there. Mm-hmm. And then um what else have I been playing? Song summoner. Yeah, I played some more Song Summoner. Enough check- to go, hmm, this is kinda of boring. <laughs> <laughs> so Screenix is batting a thousand on iPod games. So Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, mention that Crystal Defenders is also available on fourth gen iPods and stuff too. It feels and like oh, really? I yeah. get it. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, you you uh, get you get two thirds of the game that you get on the iPhone. Apparently they made they made an iPhone exclusive type iPhone iPhone iPod Touch exclusive yeah. stage. But anyway, back to Song Summoner. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I find that I get bored with it terribly easily. Well, that stinks because that sounded yeah. like it was more of a deep game. You know? Yeah, Song Summoner. I don't know. Well, because it had like it actual like strategy like, RPG part that you actually you can do stuff get through the. Amazingly boredom tedious <laughs> interface, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So and uh, oh yeah, I was playing. My father-in-law got Civilization Four Colonization for Christmas, and for those that are not familiar with the Civ series, uh, Colonization was kind of a split off of Civ Two, I believe. And so we we saw he got it, and we were like, hmm, that sounds really cool. So we jaunted out to the store, and Ian had a gift card um, from his boss for Christmas, and we went and bought that. Yeah, Ian and likes Civ 4 a lot, so... Yes, yeah, I, I also like... Too. We have played a lot. We actually ended up downloading a mod for it, and I will put up a link to it on the forum thread that completely changes the way the Civ 4 works, and we have played the living crap out of it. It doesn't turn it into like a bunch of cats fighting dogs or something. Oh gosh, no. Okay. It's a high fantasy. That would be cool. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. High fantasy sounds cool. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so it's really neat. I think Civ Four Revolution is probably more my style of Civ game. I have not played because <laughs> it's a bit it dumbed down. Like, it does not sound like it appeals to me because it is kind of dumbed down. No offense. <laughs> it was just as I played the demo of it. I was like, this is about as complex as I want it to get. I can handle this. <laughs> we start going crazy. Oh, I've spent hours on that. Did I put anything else down? Nope. Persona okay. Four, Ronaldo, C Four. Okay. Some, some yeah, yeah. Um, and I have been playing the best game of the last out. 15 years. Yeah, I've been playing that game, but I've also <laughs> been playing the game that's called Go Out and Have Fun with Friends because it's Christmas and this week. But I've been playing Chrono Trigger still. I've, I, I should probably finish it. Where are you I've at suddenly, in Chrono Trigger? Um, almost finished. Um, spoilers? Can I spoilers for anyone who? Well, just say of, what age you've gotten to. Or are you oh, done I've, with I've, all the ages? I've okay. done all the ages now. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. Um, I've just I've just basically killed um oh I've gone who Magus Ma- Magus has just joined the party. Ah, okay. So you're not really done yet, end. but okay. I'm I'm near the end, aren't I? Well, it depends how much optional stuff you want to do. I've do, I've done the um I've done some of the optional content with the Lost Sanctum, which was the DS stuff. Oh no no, but there there's there's. There's items you can find and unlock uh, and grind for. Well, so. I, don't, I don't know if I can be bothered to do that, to be honest. Oh, you should, because they're good boss fights. It's oh. not, like, painful. Uh, it's, like, actually worthwhile content to get those things. But, all right, anyway. Uh, you need your rainbow playing, shell and your, what else? What's the other thing you want to hunt for? Oh, yeah, someone keeps going on about the rainbow shelling game that, like, yeah. on this island somewhere. And they, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh. yeah, go get it. I should do. Um, yeah. I've That's all I've been playing, really, RPG. Um, related this week, I've played some Mario Kart DS, which is boring. Well, it's not boring. It's good. It's it's a good game. It's a fun game, but no one really wants to know about Mario Kart DS and my absolute hatred of online Nintendo. You had issues well. getting to connect with other friends on there. Yeah, which but, everybody seems to like. As soon as you add someone, it's like kind of hit or miss whether or not you're actually able to play with them, and then just clears up eventually, is what I've noticed. But oh, it's been a while oh, since oh, I played that. I've also been playing more Left 4 Dead, and I love Left 4 Dead. And if anyone wants to play with me, probably not many people listening to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, what's your Steam ID so people can add it's, you? It's Vortex566, obviously, and okay. I would be happy to play some Left 4 Dead because that game is really a lot better when you're playing with people who are remotely intelligent. Well, get on there and play with, play with Vortex566 and Foxworth. Yep. Yeah, Foxworth plays as well, so me and you can Lucifer play does me. not play, though. He. No, he won't oh, buy oh yes, that's what I've been. Pl- yes, shout out to. Um, Lucifer, I have been playing and staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning with Sean. I've been playing lots and lots and lots of Team Fortress 2. Mm. And to carry on the long tradition of Sean playing nothing else for weeks in and weeks out on this podcast other than Team Fortress 2, <laughs> I'm going to carry on that tradition now. And every week I'm going to tell you how I've played Team Fortress 2. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. And yeah, and that's all I've been playing. All right. And Michael has been playing. I'm a I'm a high up person in my sort of the new world clan, so I can't play anything else, right? Oh, well, you know, there was some of that. Now that I actually, you know, I'm a vice, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, a secondary leader, I guess is what you would call it. Yeah. Um, I feel it's important that I actually go to raids. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to, you know, well, it's it's the holidays, so I haven't been like get to raids now. But you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah people should show up once in a while and. I kind of lead the charge. So, yeah, I actually have to play Swords to the point where I yeah. actually have to play. So we get to hear even more about Sword. Awesome. No, I wasn't going to go into it. All right. I mean, until we do something super-duper awesome, but no. <laughs> super Just special Just got started. Awesome. We're, we're still, you know, we're still growing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I will get my eighth expert later today. 
but that's very much it. Okay. Um, so yeah, for the most part, as I mentioned, uh, we tried to play Escape the Snow. Mm-hmm. Fun little game where it involves um, walking two blocks to find a car that doesn't have to come down your hill. So you can go to your in-laws and have a good time at Christmas. Yeah. Did you win? I did, because well we got done. there. We were there a day early, but, you know, it's not really a hacks. And uh, ended up uh, having a great Christmas, and then we had to stay an extra day because, once again, the snow decided to hang out with us, and we weren't very fun with that. And then I came home yesterday, and I sit there, and I'm like, well, I'll bring my DS my PSP, and I'll have some fun doing that. And when it ended up, uh, not playing either of them. Because my brother-in-law brings over his Wii. Well, that works. And yeah, well, so so we start playing Mario Kart, and he realized what an absolute crappy game this is if you don't have the wheel. <laughs> because I'm sitting there trying to steer with just the. I, I disagree. The, if you have the Wii Mote and the Nunchuck, it's I think it controls more accurately. Did not have the, the Nunchuck wheel. either. Oh, okay, then you're screwed. Just trying yeah, to. Do- you need the Nunchuck. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> except he said I couldn't do that because that ruins the fun of the game. You have to play with the crappy controls. What? Otherwise, you don't. But understand. you don't have the wheel, so how is that fun? Exactly. That's what I told him, and um, he was like, blah, 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 "Whatever." So it's fine. I sucked and got <laughs> oh bad gosh. points and pretended I had a good time until it's, eventually, oh. uh, I you know I did the typical thing you do in Mario Kart where you go from third to twelfth in about four seconds and said, "Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I don't play this game anymore." Yeah. So, and then I sit there and he, he wanders off and I go, wow, this guy always spends lots of points on the Wii. So I go through his stuff and I find uh, Dr. Mario Online. Oh, yeah. I have and that. I was like, dude, this is awesome. And I didn't even play online because I had plenty of people in the room who could kick my butt. I didn't mm-hmm. even have to go online. Dr. Mario on the Wii is very, very well done. The, uh, the only game my wife has ever played besides Mario Kart is Dr. Mario. Cool. And uh, she can beat me at it. <laughs> and that's why you don't play it off? No, that's the oh, confusing okay. part is I can kick her button Tetris and she can kick my button Dr. Mario. Oh, my weird. Deal. That is weird. So. Hmm. That is very strange. So you played yeah. some you played some Wii downloadable games and some Mario Kart. That's not RPGs, uh, Mike. It's not RPG, which is why it wasn't on the list. I said, surprise. Oh, it's a surprise. Okay. <laughs> and the other one I played, which I actually played a long time, which made me not play any of my other games, was something called World of Goo. Yes, that is a very um, popular game that, unsurprisingly, you probably haven't heard about till you found just then, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, it, Michael, it was Michael bad. seems to go out of his way to not hear about independent or low press games that are highly favorable for. Okay, no, 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 no. I don't go out of my way. I just don't go looking. I, I no. I don't you, read one up. I don't read IGN. I don't read GameSpot. I just stick <laughs> well, what well, I play. You don't. You don't look at anything then, really. No, I don't. I don't. You know, people like. Would you read the news? No, I don't read the news. Do you read gaming news? No, I don't really read gaming news either. I just run I just, a gaming site. I don't need to read the gaming news. What the hell? <laughs> I, will have my I figure if it was okay. important enough to me in my genre then I would know about it, and I do, usually. So, games that are outside my genre, yeah, it's kind of gray and fuzzy. Yeah, guess what? You can get that game also on the PC, and the Mac, and it's Linux. Out um, it's out on... Yeah, it's okay. out on everything, isn't it? It's on Steam, it's on Wii, it's on... Is it on PS3 and 360? No. I don't think it is, no. It's also one of the most highly pirated games. <laughs> Apparently people have been pirating the heck out of the PC version. 
which is very sad. But um, yeah, yeah it's too bad because, because they, I, they they did they did a uh, an experiment of trust type of thing. They put in no DRM or anything. They're like, we're gonna trust you guys because you'll just complain if you put on DRM anyway. So here, have the game, buy it, support it, and very very heavily pirated. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's too bad. Um, it's to the point I might get it. You want to describe it for people because we haven't talked about it before. Yeah, basically, you are trying to build structures with goo balls mm-hmm. and different color balls for different things. So it's really a puzzle solving, and you're trying to get all the little goo balls into a pipe. Mm-hmm. And you have to go over like spikes, you have to go around razor blades, you have to use balloons. Um, I just did one where you had to like rotate the cylinder, is basically you're inside like a machine. It goes around and around and around, and you're trying to build up to the top of the pipe. Uh, with things that keep falling on you. So that's eh, kind of fun. It was kind of a downer because by the time that I got you know, a chance to play it, my brother-in-law has gotten flags on like everything on the first level, and I have no mm-hmm. idea what he means until he says, oh, that means like you did the best you can. And so like I don't get any praise or accomplishments when I finish it because it's like, oh, well, you've already done better. You actually did bad. You know, It's like, oh, that, oh. that's no fun. Oh. <laughs> well, then buy it on your own system. Yeah, I was thinking about it. First, I'll get Dr. Mario because as Vivian tells me, Mommy and Daddy have too much fun playing colors. <laughs> too much fun playing colors? <laughs> yes, we weren't playing enough fun with Vivian because we were playing colors so much. So you were playing Dr. Mario versus each other, and that's what she called it? Colors? Yeah, because nice. it was colors. It was red, of you know, course, of yellow, course. and blue. See if she, Your kid could probably figure that game out is a thing. You could probably she teach could. it to her. It would be the controls. It would be a little more difficult. Oh, right. But yeah, she was all like, match up the colors. And it's like, you know, it was really fun. Yeah, she can do that. Hmm. Yeah, but can she... Uh, control it enough to not die. We even oh, got. Uh, I think she'll kick your butt. And you'll be able to tell it. me about it later. That, it didn't go so well. <laughs> you even got what? You even got good old grandpa to play it. And oh, he didn't do very well didn't at do all. Very well. <laughs> but he was like, "Wow, you're all having so much fun. I'm going to try it." And I mean, we really dumbed it down for him, and he did okay. But yeah, they're ruthless. I, I, I was sad. I, I beat Aaron once out of like five tries. All right. My girlfriend really kicks my ass at Tekken 2 as well. I know it's an old, really old game, but I just had to add that there. She, she, oh. I, I can't. Guys, she... <laughs> look at the time of our podcast. What? We've almost been going for two hours. There's no news. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tekken 4 story continue then. <laughs> Tekken 4? Um, what? Not That's Tekken you... 4, Tekken 2. Oh, I'm well, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to add that I can't, I just, it's really, well, it's not really annoying because obviously if some, but she's just better than me at Tekken and it's, it's I don't, I don't, I don't know sorry. why, especially when, yeah, sorry, that was just, I don't know. <laughs> Lee's, Lee's, having, nice. Lee's having security issues in his relationship, apparently. Oh, poor Lee. Poor Lee. Everyone write in well, to Lee and tell him that he's okay. He's, he's a good man. Yeah, do you, do you, <laughs> is it, uh, do you, does it mean you're you're less of a man when a significant other beats you at a, a fighting game? There's oh, a yes, it does, but it's okay. Yes, it does, but <laughs> it just means you need to work at it more yeah, instead no of playing problem. RPGs. Apparently, at least you have a significant other, unlike some people on this podcast. So, oh, yes, QQ. Yeah, I know. Yeah. News. There's a new Luminous coming out, by the way, Mike, for PSN. Oh, so yeah. If you, if he you, wants if you haven't given up on outside Luminous. of the RPG realm, oh yeah. really? Yeah. If you haven't given up on Luminous, it's, that's there for you. And that Power I Forever shooter also came out. I just hope they go back to be the first one good. And yeah, I don't know. We need a demo. Crap, the second one. You mean the distracting videos in the background? 
Yes. That's what you call psychedelic crap? Because I'd call most of the first game psychedelic crap. But, but it was psychedelic crap that wasn't annoying. Okay. <laughs> I see how that works now. <laughs> also, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo came out, in case you didn't hear about that. The, the HD oh, remix, so if you like Street I, Fighter 2, you can get that on your 360 or PS3. No, 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 no. People, do not buy for the 360 unless you've got an arcade stick. Yeah, if, you got that, the, if you got that Soul Calibur 2 EX fighting stick, you can get it. If you've got a horror fighting stick, get yeah. it for the... Get it for whatever the, you want um, yeah. xbox but do not get it because i I was because basically for some weird reason capcom didn't release it on the european um, playstation network oh, so seriously? we haven't got it for the ps3 oh. so i was foolish enough to buy it on the 360 even though i had soul Calibur four for the 360 and it was atrocious trying to play it because the d-pad is just so poor yeah i know so so i brought it and i was just like i can't play this you, you just jump all the time it just it's just not fun so um, yeah, but street, it, it's really nice to play Super Street Fighter 2. I really like Street Fighter 2. If you want to, anyone wants to add me on Xbox Live, right. play me on that. Yeah. Adam, what's your what's your Xbox Live? Is it also Vortex 566? No, in a Vortex 566. We've had this in discussion before. Well, I don't remember. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, why don't we get on to the remember news? remember last week. Let's get on to the news. Then I then apparently need to sign off and catch Mike up on the last 20... 20 months of downloadable games that he hasn't oh, heard about. Oh, goodness. No, no, no. You want to catch me on PAX, because I'm sure he gave me this huge long lecture at PAX, and I didn't listen to you then anyway. <laughs> you you liked Eden, though. You liked Pixels and did like Eden. I did not Here, say I would not. Here's the next game you need to be looking forward to, just so you know. It's called Flower. It'll be for the PS3. So, but it was all this cute crap, though. What can uh, we have a fun It's thing? just called Flower. It's okay. Your flower right. petals. It's not that... Okay, so it is cutesy, but you'll you'll deal with it. All right. Um, ah, ah, the cuteness is getting to me. Let's start the news roll. First off, we got a new Crystal Bears title uh, trailer coming. We have an announcement for a trailer. Yay, trailer! <laughs> okay, so there's a new trailer coming out on. I don't know when. When's it coming out? We don't know. Soon. We just know it's coming soon. Is that really the news story? Yeah. Um, but, well, Tom. Tom probably was, was who. Was it Tom? Almost um, everything. It's, it, it's intern Tom, so... Um, oh, okay, so if you buy... Oh, I see how this works. You actually have to read the news you're going to post instead of just, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you <laughs> if you buy the Crystal Bears for for the Wii, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is their upcoming... Sim- the, no, 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 no. You buy Echoes of Time and you get a video of the Crystal Bears. Oh, okay. So Echoes of Time, which is coming out for the Wii and the DS in Japan on January 29th, right? Yes. And then, yes, yes. if you get the Wii version, you will have a trailer for the Crystal Chronicles, the Crystal Bearers, which I guess will be an even better Crystal Chronicles game to make you wonder why you're playing Echoes of Time. No, 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 no. It's just supposed to make you want to play Echoes of Time more, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's how it works. (laughs) So so that's where we're going to get more news about the next Crystal Chronicles game and whether or not any of these will be any good remains to be seen but hopefully <laughs> we'll find out um yeah capcom breath of fire this is bombing bombing news why yeah yeah you know, i wanted more breath of fire yeah it looks like there's not going to be any new breath of fire games anytime soon which honestly i'm who's holding their breath for this because we haven't had hey. a new one in years so well, it just annoys me because they sit there, they can bury all these other franchises, but then I find one I like and they don't want to bury that one. Well, I think they already did, didn't they? There were already five. 
Dragon Quarter. Well, yeah, and how many Mega Man Battle Networks are there? Yeah, too many. Yeah, but I sell. <laughs> like, how many have there but been? Dragon- However many that many that too many. So, uh, yeah, there's also no interest to develop an Okami sequel, which is also great. So apparently they don't like Except good games. Not. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's. let's well, it didn't sell that well. They tried. Sell that well. Yeah, but, but they just give it to Platinum then to develop because they're the people who did it. So. Yeah, the Clover did it. Yeah, clo- most of the Clover people left and formed Platinum. Now they're making Bayonetta and um, <laughs> Mad Sam. World and what else? Bayonetta really uh, weird. Bayonetta. Yeah, they won't be, we be saw hair. that at E3 with the lady who's shooting everything. It was in yeah, the that, that was really weird. I'm like, can you go back to making Okami? <laughs> Should have looked Sarah Piling or something. <laughs> I, I, I like Bayonetta. It looks cool, but I'll see. No, you, no, you don't. Yeah, it, I like Devil May Cry type games, so. That was really icky and yucky. It wasn't. What do you mean it was icky and yucky? It was icky and yucky, that's what I'm saying. Okay. What part was... Alright, we'll talk later. I don't know what was icky and yucky about Payonetta, but alright. Isn't that the one where was like, she was like beheading everything and... Well, yeah, that's what you Blood do. was flying everywhere and... Yeah. I don't like icky and yucky blood mm-hmm. flying everywhere. Well, no, that was... Mad World was really icky and yucky. That was the one that was in black oh, and white. Oh, was that it? That was the one that was black and oh, white yeah, where yeah. he's smashing people in dumpsters with spikes on them and stuff like that. Yeah. That was yeah, icky that was and yucky. yucky. I won't be playing that. I know a lot of people are looking forward to Mad World, but not me. <laughs> Is it Mad World? Yeah, game, that, that was... One, right? Oh, you're talking that right, Lee? With the giant boot and stuff? The giant... Yes. Yeah, where she yes. summoned stuff with her hair and it was crazy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah and she's, she's got a like, crotch. There's loads of crotch shots and stuff over. Her. Yeah, the the crotch shots I can do without, but yeah, I didn't need no. that. But it, I would agree. Yeah, with you. the fact she was bringing giant boots and and stuff with her hair that was pretty sweet. Is it Mad World? Is that the the Wii one that's black and white or not? Oh, that's like yeah. Um, Is it Mad something yeah, that, else? That's Mad World, yeah. That's the really really violent one. That I just want to make sure I have the name right. Okay, it is Mad. Yeah, World. Mad World. Right. So yeah. moving on, AQ Interactive. Um, the action RPG, the Artoon developed Xbox 360 RPG. Artoon's made a number, a couple of uh, Mistwalker games, right? Yes. What else has Artoon made? I think so. I don't remember. Okay, so they were developing this 360 RPG called Cryon. I think also under Mistwalker is what they were doing it for, but it's been canceled. So that sucks. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it's been three years, and I guess they said it wasn't going to. The game featured character art from the guy who did the artwork for Drakengard. Um, the planning was done by Mistwalker and music from Uematsu. We don't Wait, know you're why not going to try and say his name? Because it's so fun when you mangle people's names. Nobuo Uematsu? Oh, Kimihiko Fujisaka? That wasn't very fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a hard one. Um, Mistwalker's already announced Blue Dragon Behemoth of the Otherworld for the Nintendo DS, so the company's still busy, but uh, it's still kind of sad to see a Mistwalker game go bye-bye. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like it must not have been that good if it was three years and they still hadn't really gotten anywhere. Yeah, that's a good point. I I don't really remember anything about Cryon. So no, I'm, I'm never... just looking through. There's two pieces of artwork that we have, which it's like yeah, from this you can't tell anything. Um, next is a good one for me and any other iPhone user. I need to go pick this up now because I'm spending a lot of money on my iPhone. Um, Puzzle Quest has come out for the iPhone. And how much you spend already in a month anyway? It's I not don't like know. Really well, it's not that much because the games are cheap, but um, that's pretty no, cool. I just plan. Didn't they already put out like an initial version of the Puzzle Quest on the iPhone? No, this is the first I've heard of it. No, I think they just one. announced it or something. So okay. Trans Gaming <laughs> ported it, 
Um, Transgaming does a lot of ports of stuff to the Mac, so this is not surprising that they would do it for the iPhone since it's almost an identical development platform. Anyway, Puzzle Quest Chapter 1, Battle of Gruulkar. How about, how about pronouncing that one? Um, no idea whether or not this is the a port of the original game or kind of a new one or what, but um, I'll, I'll let you know next week. I'll pick it up. The problem is it's 10 bucks for Chapter 1, so if there's going to be three chapters or whatever, like they're saying... 30, 30 bucks, bucks mm. for an iPhone version of Puzzle Quest seems a bit steep, so I don't know if I can recommend that to others. I'll take a hit for the team there. I don't know. It was. I think the original was five chapters. Well, but you didn't have to buy each chapter individually, Mike. No, you didn't. But yeah, I mean, that's you the problem. Pay it on the PSP, which was already thirty bucks. So. Yeah, but for iPhone games, you don't you tend to pay that much. That that's steep for an iPhone game. Yeah. Pretty much the sweet spot people are finding is about 10 bucks is the most anyone will pay for a game on the iPhone. Yeah. But, didn't, uh, in, didn't AI come out with like a Tetris version of Tetris that was like $13, $14? And... Yeah, who's going to do that when there was a free one on there? Yeah. Well, I guess then. the free one got pulled, but I got it before it was pulled. So, yeah. Oh, you bad person. I know. Um, <laughs> Home came out. Did any of you guys play it? No? Yes, it's yeah, you, That's right. You were talking about it last week. Yeah. Yeah, See, I, I, the, but have any of us? I haven't gone and played it, so I'm confused. What? Well, because I I have done an update since December 11th, and I don't remember. Getting no, you don't. Like you don't get it. You don't. Oh, say what? Oh, sorry. I, I have oh the Sony PlayStation update since December 11th, and I don't remember you know getting home and being awesome. You don't know. You don't actually get home. You have to actually go to the place where the the, the blade where the bar where the store is, and then if you go down, you can actually download PlayStation. Um, PlayStation. So, so you there. need to update your PlayStation and then go to the blade that has the store on it and just keep going yeah. down, and one of the icons yeah. will be there to install. Because it, I think uh, two and a half hours. I didn't I no, thought that was going to be it. No. no, it's not home. Because no, basically what's happened has that people, they're trying to, Sony for some weird reason have made it so that every you don't actually have to download it if you don't want to, which is probably a good idea, really. Because it's not <laughs> just good. don't download it. Yeah, so that doesn't have to st- take up any room on your hard drive if you don't want it. So, because it, it take the initial download is seventy seven megabytes. This is right next to the same place where you download um the what's it called the 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 client for doing the uh, folding at home. Yeah, yeah, right. I think so. Oh. So yeah. yeah, go look around there, and you can get home and realize that wow, Second Life is better. <laughs> You realize you make stuff. Realize that Second Life is better since you can actually make your own crap in that and not have to pay ten bucks for a T-shirt. But it's like I'm saying to make a, to make a group to make a group in there, you have to actually pay a five five dollar subscription charge and a month. Then after the, you, yeah after the yeah and after the beta, you have to pay a monthly fee. It's one. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Well, it's only stupid or something. Do they, do they somehow think that? Well, they got to oh. make up the money they wasted on this thing somehow, I guess. And then, Ooh. and then, and then Maybe you it's have like to, a you toll bridge. Have... Everyone will pay for a while, and then they'll make it all free. Oh. But you, you can only have so many friends. Yeah, because well that's that. totally not going to piss off the people that paid for it. Yeah, you're right. So they won't do that. So just, just, just nobody just, use just... it. <laughs> I'd like someone to give me a, a valid reason why home is. Existing? Nobody has well, a valid reason. We've been waiting for Sony to tell us that, and they haven't been able to. That's kind of the issue, isn't it? <laughs> why, why, why? It's like I know people have argued this, and it's a common thing. But why didn't Sony just spend the time they've spent developing Home and actually making the online service for the PlayStation Three on par with the Xbox Live? We can't just copy Xbox. How, well, can't do that. 
even though they should. <laughs> just give up and admit that Microsoft did something right for once and copy it. It pains, it pains me as a Linux and Mac person to say that Microsoft has done something right. So I'm no, by no means. Well, a considering Microsoft how much boy. people complained about paying for online, you know, you can't argue with the but results. But I mean, it's what I mean. It, it, to me, I can get like a 13 month card from eBay for like 29 pounds. So oh, that's nice. like what 60 dollars. Yeah, and I mean, people who say, "Oh, we shouldn't pay," but for what it gives you, it's like what's what's if what's they're gonna do pounds? if they're gonna do with it what they've done. And hey, guess yeah. what? We just had another Christmas, and I haven't heard any word of bad no. live issues. Have you? It's no, nope. no, I've. It's no. Like, oh, it looks like they learned for once too. So. Really funny because you know, like before I had a 360, I was like, I don't think I'll pay for live, and I paid for it for a month, and I felt that I got a really good value. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's well I worth don't it. think that I would get myself a huge 13 month subscription, but I mean, I had Puzzle Quest. I was playing a lot of people online, and then I was bored of Puzzle Quest, so I didn't renew my subscription, and that was fantastic. Like, yeah. I did really feel like I got my money out of it. Uh, and they're trying to add more value to it by making, you know, giveaways that are for gold members only and demos being out a week earlier. I think they could yeah. just stop that I mean, stuff. I mean, you but, do you know. get what you put into it. <laughs> well, no, because they're artificially creating it, aren't they? But Oh, I was Lee, naughty. you've got me talking like you. Stop no, this. I... I'm like, I hate saying this, like, aren't they after everything? This is this is ridiculous. Um, I, I do think it's worth paying for. And I see why they charge for it because it is an ex- it is very much the superior service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wish that uh, you know they didn't feel like they were artificially creating a difference between the two tiers, but whatever. There's there's there seems to be we need a. Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking of. You know what we need? We need more goodies out of Club Nintendo. That's what we yep. need. I'm more. I need more goodies. Yeah, did we talk about it last week? If we did, I'm yeah, really, I really apologize because I still haven't gotten any free stuff from it. It's really annoying me. And I'm just going you to club. Were, you were adding games that were worth zero points. Yeah, and I didn't understand that. How did I have games that were worth zero points? To actually add them until they were worth more than zero points. I assume they were. Uh, that was a mistake. I hope so. But I didn't add anything. It just merged it over from the games I'd already added to my Nintendo account. Oh, well, yeah, well, then, uh, it has. But you get the survey. Yeah, yeah but, but the survey didn't give me any points. That's why I was waiting and thinking those surveys will give you points later. If, like, yeah, I they, don't know. Like they screwed up. Anyway, going to club.nintendo.com right now says, Sorry, Club Nintendo is currently unavailable due to site maintenance. We apologize for any inconvenience. Oh, okay. Thanks. That sucks. <laughs> so, Club That's why it N- says- so Nintendo needs an Xbox Live too, apparently, to make sure their club site stays up. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, they're not used to people wanting their online services. I want that I want that game and watch collection. That's all I want. <laughs> Once he gets out, he's like, I'm done. I don't care. Pretty much. I mean the cheap our our little current story about it says the cheapest rewards a Wiimote holder for three hundred coins. The most expensive and coolest is a game and watch collection for eight hundred coins, which is the big thing everybody wanted Nintendo to bring over. So I'm glad they brought that over. Um Wii games cost about fifty bucks, and blah 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 blah. I don't. I know we've done this before. I don't. What do the memberships do for you, though? You don't know. Uh, what do you mean the memberships? Yeah. Okay. So if you uh, if you buy about eight hundred bucks worth of Nintendo games to get the uh, Game and Watch collection, is what is basically what it amounts to. Yeah. So go buy some more games. But I want all my old games that I already bought to count. So what's up with that? really sucks. 
So if that's too much for you, you can try to earn gold and platinum memberships, each of which come with a gift when the year ends and is honestly far less costly than the collection. Um, you can reach gold and membership for 300 coins and platinum for 600 coins. I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, I, I, we, we can assume that this will ha- have more importance later when they actually have a site working. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just reading through our story, trying to figure it out for our listeners. And I'm sorry, listeners. Well, I've story, failed. so you're translating someone else's. No, this is oh. ours. This is our current story. Oh, oh. current story. Yeah. I this is more Sorry. Stuff. No, it's your site. You don't even read your own site. I don't read the current <laughs> stuff. You don't read anything. <laughs> I have been playing Invade this. So <laughs> You've hard. been playing Sword of New World, though. You got your you got your, you got your raids going. And World of Goo. And World of Goo. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I can't fault you because you played an independent game, so... Oh, hmm? you finally played an independent game, which I've been bitching at you to do for months. So I, I guess I can only, I can only say thanks, Mike. What? Thanks for giving. Bless. Thanks for giving me faith that you have good gaming taste after all. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah. Ah, now get back, get on tower defense and start figuring that out. Um, the DSI shop <laughs> has come out for in Japan, so. If you're in Japan and you have one of those DSIs, you can now go on and get uh, your goodies on there. I don't know what they've really released. Uh, looks like some... What do they got? Bird and Beans, Paper Plane, and Three Shuffle Games, Funny Face, and Frightening Numbers. <laughs> for 200 points. For 500 points, you get a little bit of Dr. Mario. <laughs> what does a little bit of Dr. Mario mean? What bit? A little bit of the complete games, easy cards, project made in Mario, only Mario, and Decode. <laughs> and in the premium, you get two versions of the Brain Age games that use the DSi's camera in the various activities called A Little Bit of Dr. Kawashima's DSi Brain Training for Adults, the Humanites, and the Sciences. That is a long title. A Little Bit of Dr. Kawashima's DSi Brain Training for Adults, the Humanities. And the uh, <laughs> what does that serious? mean? That's what it says in our story. <laughs> you awesome. can uh, you can also get a nice uh, memo pad and stuff to download for free, and uh, you can also upload your creations to a YouTube like website to write and comment on the little videos you make with that memo pad thing and drawings, I guess. So, not movies, but drawings and pictures. So yeah, whatever. So lots of stuff to play with if you would live in the Japan and have a DSi, which none of us do. Mm. Right, well, we get to wait for later this year. I still think. Are you still holding one. by your prediction? I still say you will have one in the first month. So yawn. What? <laughs> you know, I might even just wait thirty I, my, more days. Oh, Lee, you probably didn't hear this. I, 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 I. It's my assertion that Michael will get a DSi in the first month that it comes out. No, I will not. He, he he assures me he will not. You know, you should have you should have done like the first three months. No, because then if he was going to thwart you, he'd have to wait ninety days. Oh right, right. Now he yeah, because I already said like now he'll just wait thirty two days. You're right. Right. <laughs> I'll consider no, that right, a view. You want to do three months? We'll do three months. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to say three months. It'll be in the first month. Oh, so not. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. And uh, that's it for news. So I guess, you know, it's the end of the year. Um, obviously, we yes. had a very boring subject matter this week, um, besides a wonderful discussion on the qualities of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> and um, I guess it's the, it's the time of the year that all podcasts have, where you talk about the best stuff that you've played this year and the 
worst stuff you may have played this year and what you're looking forward to the next year. So, I don't know. Let's start talking about that. All right, that. you go first. You want me to go first? I do, because you're the only one who wrote anything down on the podcast thread. So. Yeah. Or notes. Okay, so the best stuff of the year for me, um, it's a, such a hard decision. Uh, there was nothing in the early year that early part of the year that really made me go whoa i kept having last games odyssey. that there's say what not last odyssey that was that was it? august dude no february august oh. that was february oh. it's february it came out it's just august when you finally realized it existed lost odyssey yeah no because yeah. you bought it and we're playing it when i was at your place michael yeah but it came out in february well if it came out oh in England, i was at your i was staying at you with february right yeah for training yeah okay yeah, you were playing that. I was like, I went home and I bought it and played it for a day. <laughs> See, it must have been good. Nah. Well, but uh, the, yeah, so there's lots of games that have done that. So like Lost Odyssey was one. And um, I guess there wasn't really anything till Infinite Undiscovery after that, was there? Crisis Core? Crisis Core. That's that's. Good. I haven't finished that, though. I need to finish that. So there's all these games that have come and gone. Finish and what you've not finished is not exactly a balanced game. I think uh, the games that get me excited to keep playing are the ones that deserve more mention. And there's pretty much only been two. Valkyrie Chronicles and Persona 4. But Persona 4, I'm so early in, I don't know that I can say I can give anything to that yet. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go right now with Valkyrie Chronicles. But um, there's a lot of good stuff. Okay. Hmm? And now the worst. Okay, you don't even want any discussion on it. Worst for the game? Well, first, I, I think Valkyria Chronicles is going to be strong theme in this one. So yeah, all right. So well, let's get them all. Let, let's get them all out. Yeah, there, let's get then. all the best out there. No, then. no, oh, no. Best? Let's do each person. Okay. <laughs> they haven't decided yet. So worst for me, the worst game that I've encountered this year that's an RPG would have to be Vey for the iPhone. Um, from its terrible controls that just don't work because you have to put your finger on the screen and can't see the damn guy under your finger. And the fact that it, it has animations that don't even look as good as Voltron for its cutscenes. Um, <laughs> that's that's going to have to be my pick for worst RPG that I've played so far this year. But, you know, I haven't tried Vel- you know, Valhalla Knights or anything like that. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for my best and worst. Um, I'm really looking forward, though, to um, something next year. Something I'm not game. sure what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to a game. It's possibly good. I don't, what are you guys looking forward to next year? I'm looking forward to... Quest 9. Say what? Dragon Quest, Quest 9. 9. Dragon Quest 9? No. Yes. Give me, no. give me, give me. Five and six. I, I, would like, I would love Final Fantasy 13 to come out next year, but no. I, won't, I won't. So no. It will See, expand, I'm, probably. I'm kind of looking more forward to the 5 and 6 remakes than I am looking forward oh, to. Oh, like, I know what I'm nine. looking forward to next year. I know what I'm looking forward to next year. I've just had a thought. Persona 4? Uh, well, no, Persona 4, yes. But That's also, this year, but... Uh, No, not next year for me. You've got to get these. It's no, but you've spring. already got it. Yeah, I know. Well, it's te- I, could, I could say Persona yeah, 3. It's not going to happen, though. Year. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I'm looking forward to Dissidia. That's a fan service. As a Final Fantasy fan, that's going to be pretty interesting. I'm also looking forward to the new Kingdom Hearts game, Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the 3:50 over two days. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm looking after. I'm looking forward. Looking and after, I am I'm looking for, sleep. I'm looking this forward to all the doing. No, no, we were on about guys. I thought we were talking about guys. We're looking forward to. Yeah, but um, we're doing we, one we person just, at a time. Oh, so. oh, sorry. I thought we were. <laughs> 
that's oh. a good that's yeah. a good try though. <laughs> um uh yeah. So I'm gonna work on that for a little bit, but uh why don't someone else go and give your worst and best? Um I think my best this year, and I think I'm pretty much going to be the only one besides seventh, um, definitely Yggdra Union PSP. That was really, really good and totally impressed me. Okay. What's your worst? Um, As much as I think I'm going to have to basically cut off my ankle after saying this, Rune Factory. Really? Oh, wow. I really liked it at first, but the pace was so bad, I just couldn't keep with it. And speaking of, when we say worst here, I'm just talking about the worst thing you've played. It could still be pretty good compared to a lot of other stuff. So nobody yeah, nobody I mean, go to the boards and just start reaming it was just, people for our quote-unquote worst there's picks. There's been a couple of really solid Harvest Moon games lately. Like, there was, what was that one on PSP? Shoot. Um, I even reviewed it. It's a wonderfully cute life with girls on an island. I don't know. No, what? no, no. <laughs> I'm just making up. I don't know. Uh, let me check my review. It's okay. it's okay. Innocent. Hey. Innocent. Uh, Innocent Sin. Harvest Moon. <laughs> I want to play Harvest Moon Innocent Sin. That sounds like it would be a great one. <laughs> Innocent <laughs> Life, a futuristic Harvest Moon. So I played that, and I played Island of Happiness. And I find that the pacing in those games is considerably better than is found in um, Rune Factory. However, mm-hmm. I'm told Rune Factory 2 does increase on that a fair bit. So I, I did get Rune Factory 2 for my brother for Christmas, so I'm hoping that will you know redeem my love for the series. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So and I'm done. What, what uh, are you next year, I'm, I'm just kind of... I'm kind of looking forward to next year as a concept, as opposed to a, a lot of individual games. Well, it, it, but the, the next year happens every year, so I don't think it's a concept. At this point. <laughs> it's something you can expect. I don't know. I just it's find tricky. that I just feel like there's so many solid titles that I'm looking forward to next year. I don't really want to pick just one. Mm-hmm. Who is like crapping on their microphone? Yeah, I don't know what that no. was. That was weird. Not me. Not me. It's <laughs> not me. I'm not. I'm not doing a crap on my microphone. I promise. <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh. I think the like I said when Lee was talking. I think um, I'm. I'm definitely looking forward to the five six remix. Mm-hmm. That's definitely high on my list. The Dragon Quest five and six. Yes. Yeah. Because they're Dragon Quest games that I haven't played before, and I mean I've. Really liked four. Mm-hmm. I need to write my review for it. So cool. Yep. And Michael. Oh, we're not going to make Lee go. <laughs> okay, Lee. Okay, go. How about Lee? Um, <laughs> favorite game of the RPG of the year. Um, I don't know. Um, probably this is probably going to really upset Lucifer, but I'd probably say Five or Two. Oh, geez, what the heck's wrong with you? Ooh. Over uh, Fallout and everything? Really? I like Fallout. It's a great game, and I'm no, by no means saying that it's not... It would. It's definitely in my top five games of the year overall. But it's just, it just feels so like oblivion to me at times, and it's... I don't know. Okay. It's, right. But um, Fable 2... I, I, I don't think that's I, I, I mean, I really couldn't stand Oblivion, and it, I don't know what it was. I just think I've never had got on with first-person role-playing games. I remember playing um, one of—is it? I think it's one of the—it's a very early generation PlayStation One game. It was first-person. It was a Kings, not Kingsfield. 
was it Kingsfield? Was, yeah. Was, was Kingsfield was and, up there. Yeah. And I wasted, I was really bitter because I wasted a rental on it. And, you know, obviously <laughs> when you're younger, you can only have like so many rentals. I mean, your mum and dad aren't made yeah, of money yeah, and I yeah, couldn't. Yeah. And um, I just don't get on with the combat in first person role playing games. And I mean, I do. The, the one thing about Fallout 3 that really annoys me is that if you could just use the VATs all the time, it would be better than Fable. But the problem with Fallout for me is that when you have to go into this first-person frame of mind mentality, with like obviously playing like something like Call of Duty Four, it just doesn't work because you miss you're missing. And so, it, why don't you tell me sh- why Fable Two is good? Um, it's nice. It's nice and compact. It's short. Mm-hmm. I like short games now. Yeah. Um, I like the graphics. I like the world. The music's good. This is, it's just, just a good game. Really good and really better than Chrono it. Trigger. Um, is it better than Control Trigger? That's interesting. Um, well, it would have to be if it's going to be your best of the year. <laughs> uh, no, well, no, because Chrono. <laughs> what is the best game you've played this year? Is what it is. This isn't our RPG of the Year awards. This is different. Oh, <laughs> Mike, do you want to go? He's, he's. I think we yeah, just he's broke his head. Now. We <laughs> broke his brain. <laughs> All right, I've been thinking long and hard about this, and um, I was really wanted to save Valkyria Chronicles. Sure, but it has not pulled me back. I mean, if it really was the best game I'd ever played, it would not. But meat and pies, meat and pies is awfully good. I will yes. give you that. <laughs> I will go with Crisis Core. Ooh, well, that's fine. You loved Crisis Core, so that's good. I did love Crisis Core. And I did. I managed to pick a worst RPG that I played this year. And it actually was released this year. Wild Arms Crossfire. Oh. Good one. Wow. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. And uh, I was looking forward to... I didn't play it. What are you looking forward to? Um, Pretty much... Just uh, Dragon Quest Nine. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. You kind of are Mr. Dragon Quest. I'm excited to see... Um, some of the new Nintendo releases. Um, None of the new NIS games? Eh, at Cross Edge? Cross, Cross Edge. Edge, yeah, the Cross Edge is probably next year. So, And, uh, well, yeah, they said summer. Yeah, so, so what about that? Yes, I will. Eh, it's not Dragon Quest, so, yeah, no shock. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's, uh, it's Felicia, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you can play a fighting game character... Anytime you can play a fighting game character in an RPG, how can you say no, right? <laughs> exactly. It's because it's a cat girl. Yeah. Um, Thanks for spelling it out, just in case anybody... <laughs> just in case anybody wasn't aware, Michael has a cat girl session. But Thank you. But are you sure that one has Felicia? Yes. Spe- no, no. Cross Edge is Manichemia 2, Adelaide Marie, Spectral Force, and Disgaea. And Darkstalkers. Really? Unless oh. they've removed it. It wasn't Japan. Oh, well, if it wasn't Japan, then it is here. So, Yeah, there she is. Wow. Okay. Ta-da! What's up with the bat things coming out of her head, though? I don't. Get well, that's that. Morgan. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, so we'll, we'll go with those two. And then <laughs> I have some optimism for um, Avalon Code. Mm-hmm. Looks like it has a good chance. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is that the... One that was the trailer was shown last night in IRC. I don't know. I wasn't on. Michael IRC. doesn't read IRC either. So he doesn't. Read no, I, don't. <laughs> I guess I don't read that. I don't read anything. 
But no, for the um, it was the one we saw where they actually had the engine from the final. Forget Avalon Co. Let's do the one that oh, who linked me to it last week. That was the one with um, Monolith was making. <laughs> we still after someone told us who that is. They we can't remember. Oh, oh I can't remember. Monolith Soft. Let's see. Because we're old. Um, it's because we're old. We can't remember anything anymore. <laughs> Soma Bringer. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll see. That's okay. what I said. Here, here. So I've been looking through lists of games coming out in the ne- in the near future to try and revise my pick to actually have one, and I came up <laughs> with a couple. Um, we've got. A, if you guys remember, we have a new Valkyrie profile game coming out next year. Which is it coming is, out here next year? I didn't. I wasn't sure yep. it was Covenant of the Plume. Yeah, should be out next yep. year. Uh, okay. Here, um, I'm March or so, I believe. So that 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 has potential because it's a strategy RPG with Valkyrie profile. That that's a good combination, and there's a good chance Diablo three might hit. No. Mm, no. 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 <laughs> no. No. Also, no. um, <laughs> okay. I've forgotten honorable mention uh, for the worst uh, RPG. Yeah. I'm going to even honorable mention to Final Fantasy XI: Wings of the Goddess. Because it should not take you a year to get the third update of your expansion. Lols. Wait, why is that an honorable mention? Oh, for well, worst. Mentioned. Okay, yeah. All right. Wow. You you said wow. Associating Final Fantasy Eleven with the worst of anything. Wow. Three updates in eleven. No, thirteen months. So uh, it's so like Lee got an empty box, yeah, yeah. and now so it's Lee, complete. have you made a decision? My RPG of the year is the last remnant, and the... <laughs> oh, no. good pick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. Um, I don't. Are you don't attempting know. to be ostracized? Or yes, he is. Uh, I don't know. He, what I'm he trying feels that anymore. picking last remnant will be a safer choice than picking Chrono Trigger, <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, it might be. <laughs> Can I, I? I might change completely. I might say Lich King. <laughs> oh, you know, I probably <laughs> actually should consider Wrath of the Lich King as my RPG of the year because it's I, the one I've played the most too. I haven't put more time into. I've put more time into Lich King than I've put into any game this year, so therefore it should be my game of the year. It's definitely my PC game of the year, but I don't know if um, p- people would accept it if I picked it as a game of the year, like overall. So. But I, I think Valkyrie Chronicles has more to it than Wrath, but not by much. <laughs> I like Wrath. It's good. I don't want to say Chrono Trigger. Uh, But whatever. I won't say any more about Wrath. I think you should feel free to say Chrono Trigger. Well, I'd say Chrono Trigger then, because (laughs) I can... There you go. We don't want to force you into it, but if you feel it's a better game, say it. But it's not... a. He does want to say it. The only reason he's not saying it is because... But he doesn't feel that it's a better game. So hold on. No, because on a critique, there are, I mean... Critique. There are things wrong with Chrono Trigger. There's a ton of things wrong with Fable too. Yeah. Yeah. So Lots games I've enjoyed. I, oh, I don't. I sit here and say that Fable Two is some I, sort I, of perfect gaming just because no, it comes out now and looks pretty is just ridiculous. Well, no, I know, <laughs> I know that, but like, okay, then Chrono Trigger, definitely Chrono Trigger for me. Well, what do you feel? Why was don't... that so hard? Really now? <laughs> because I have a problem, and what is the problem? Be... Say what the problem I, is. I have a problem with people. I don't want to be sort of 
I'm probably this is probably not the best place. Being on a podcast is probably not the pl- best place for me to be sometimes because I get very, I don't really like offending people. And if if any if by saying Chrono Trigger is I'm going to offend people, I don't really want to do it. But if, in terms I don't of games, I'm going to offend people. I just think they're going to disagree. And I mean, yeah. I think. But in terms of game you've played, what's the best? It would, one you've be, it would definitely be Chrono Trigger. Definitely. All right, that's all you need you to go. say. Ta-da! It's okay, Lee. Welcome to having Five an opinion and being a credit. <laughs> Again. This is, a, and the reason this is, I mean, the, I mean, I'm I sorry never, that I didn't play the DS version, so I could just sit there and agree with you. But the pro, I mean, of everyone I've spoke to as well who's played it, as except well, Anna. I mean, the port has been done, handled really well. Yep. It's been ported really well. They've retained the music and the the graphics are still. I mean, I will probably start playing it on the trip home because. I was listening to the radio, and it sounds like they're not going to catch up to the plane. It sounds like they're not going to catch up to the flight delays till after the first of the year. So I'm going to be in the airport for four or five hours at least. Awesome! But this wait, is a game that I. Wait. Why would you go to the airport early if you know your plane's delayed? Well, she doesn't know for sure yet, though. Because you have to be there for when the plane is originally scheduled for. It's all this international flight. Well, no, it's not international. Oh, it's not international. Well, I don't know. It's just Canadian flight business, then. I guess. Because here we'd be like, oh, your plane's been delayed four hours. Well, don't let's not do, let's not talk about airplanes, airports. Nobody anyway, needs to hear more about airports. Is a, <laughs> this is a game that was never released over here in 1995, and the only exposure I've had to it ever was the limited exposure of ROMs and emulators, Lee, which isn't the ideal. Lee, Lee, it's okay. No, I'm just... I'm just you oh, like okay, it. Sorry, it's okay. okay. You could just say, um, I like it. You're okay. still defending yourself against the, I, the oh, board post to come. Oh, I, I, I need a drink. BRB <laughs> <laughs> uh, boost. Um, anyway, um, worst RPG... It relaxes um, I'd probably... Possibly Final Fantasy IV. Um, wow. Final Fantasy IV. Wow. Wow. Yes. Hurt so much. Okay, now pain. you are going to be ostracized. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> now Violet we can't defend you. <laughs> really? Okay. You just didn't like the you didn't like the acting or the graphics or anything? Is that what it was? Um, probably the graphics. That's okay. The graphics really turned you off. No, oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's, but I mean, I don't. It's not by any means. I mean, when I say it's the worst game, I, I mean I've played. Awful games in other genres. It's just I don't. Did you really play have four on the GBA or anything? Uh, Maybe you played four before at all. I've played four on the PSX PlayStation. Oh, okay, okay. Um, which yeah, that was a good port, awesome. actually. Yeah, yeah. But um, and games I'm looking forward to next year. I'm looking forward to Parasite Eve, the new one. Ah, the the cell phone one that they took Parasite oh. Eve out of the title of. Yeah. Well, I guess it's PSP it. now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing. I don't think we'll get it next year, or possibly at all in America, but possibly Infinite Space as well, the space RPG from. Right, and it wasn't Infinite Line, or did they no, change? I think it cha- yeah, they changed right, it right. to Infinite Space. Right, it's much better. <laughs> Developed by Random Games, so oh, possibly right. hopefully. Right. Well, this is the yes. Akami people. This is what they're doing now. All right. So hopefully, look for look forward to that, and I'm looking forward to possibly, hopefully, playing a demo of Final Fantasy Thirteen. In March, or whenever the Blu-ray complete comes out, um, so I guess you're going to Ooh, you're going to import that Japan. No, I'm going to import it. It's but going to be region free, isn't it? I don't know. Well, are they going to region lock the disc, the demo? Because the Blu-rays are region locked, aren't they? I don't think yep. so. My, think... Oh, are they? I'm just looking at my copies of Hellboy now, and it doesn't say any particular region. Oh. Region. Well, I don't know. We'll find out. That's a good idea. I might. Well, I'm no. not going to import it if it doesn't have an English translation, but. 
That'd be nice. I hope they bring bring that out here. But, I'm um, sure they'll add on to something. Well, no, I that, hope they bring out the Blu-ray complete, the the special Blu-ray edition is what I'm hoping. Uh, but I'd I'd like to, I know I know we're not. I have a hope that possibly we might be able to see Final Fantasy Thirteen in America late next this time next year. That is my hope, but I've it's a faint hope. Um, it would have to come out about the time a Dragon Quest Nine came out. And it's no, it's not going to do that, is it? Because obviously, no. it's not going to. So, yep. All right. Well, we should probably wrap up. It's uh, been a long show, and I'm sure we all have families that are just beating on the doors, like mine is, to get me out to go. I, I have. Lunch I with one them. up you on that. Okay. I have a cat. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you're right. The cat is much more demanding. You, He's you, banging you on the jerk. door and You're howling. already at He's home, like, and nobody's in. expecting you to do anything else. You're done. Your holidays are done. Actually, no, I'm getting done. Gmail requests right now. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Let's eat now. Are you done yet? <laughs> From who? Aaron. She's, she's Gmailing you. She, she can't IM you. All right, all, right. All, right. all right, all right, all right. Are you done yet? I like that you keep checking your Gmail throughout the podcast. We're that interesting. It dings. It dings. Okay. <laughs> if you have Gmail open and you get a chat with it, it goes ding. Well, I hope uh, any listeners who've got dinging Gmails can go and answer them too, because we're going to wrap up. Um, thanks for joining us with your busy holiday weeks. Um, remember that Ethan, Oliver, and Sean are going to be putting together a special, freaking weird podcast from their um, their uh, Escape to Castle Lucistein event that they've been doing le- this past week. Um, I'm I'm really hoping they're going to do Will It Bounce Off Oliver's Head, the U- fantastic new YouTube short video series that Ethan and Sean should be starting. Um, I'm really hoping they start that. Uh, until then, I think I bid you adieu. Uh, thank you, Ed Walker, who helps with production. I hope you can help this week. Find out. <laughs> and uh, thanks for... Sh- uh, what? Who's on the show with me? Lee, Anna, and Michael for joining me. And... Thank you Thanks to my sister that. and my parents for not interrupting me while we do the show here in their place. Happy 2009. Happy t- yes, and That's yeah, you're right. Next time we see you, it'll be 2009. So happy New Year, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy Merry see you next Christmas, year. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and goodbye, everybody. See you next year. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.